It's the Bearded Brothers, baby. Girl, we back. Bearded Brothers Podcast, episode 81. You know what I'm saying? New week, new blessings. How you doing, Ryan? How you feeling? Man, I can't complain. Episode 81. Shout out to Jalen Rose. Happy birthday, Kobe Bryant. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah man. He's 24, man. Nigga missed that jersey. The boss got him. But it's all good. What's that, man? We got, we got man, DJ on this bitch. DJ, what's going on, brother? What's up? We got a, a special guest in the building. Young e and all. Young... Uh, baby shot. I want to say young shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's good, man? What's good, brother? It's good to have you on here, man. Um, you kind of, you kind of, you kind of important. You know what I'm saying to the culture right now? Yeah, man. I appreciate it. You feel me? I be trying to do my job. You feel me? It's all good. It's all good. How you feeling, DJ? I'm good, bro. In the new crib, new state, chilling. Yeah, man. How you? How you move to Houston? Been treating you, man. I see you've been talking about it. been good, son. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man, I've been doing my thing, son. <laughs> hey, I'm brand new out here, son. I'm going to brunch, smoking hookah and shit. <laughs> this nigga really a hookah, a hookah town nigga now. Boy, you a wild nigga, boy. Nigga brought that four days. Hey, hey, that shit ain't for me, boy. I don't know how them hoes do that. <laughs> I, I can't fuck with hookah. I, 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 I smoked That's hookah one time. Up, I smoked hookah in front of a, a, a front of a stripper, and I almost fucking coughed my goddamn lungs out. That shit was so embarrassing. But, uh... Fuck that. I took the weed. But yeah, man, you've been in three days, man. Been in brunch every day, so you know what I'm saying? I respect it. Right. Everybody doing good? Everybody feeling good, man? Yeah, man. Chilling as usual. Shit, man. Yeah, what's going on? So uh, we got uh, Baby Shot on here, man. Baby Shot airing off for uh, some of y'all favorite rappers. You know what I'm saying? He with the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? We, we talked about it a little bit before the, before we started, man. So uh, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself and, and, and tell the people what you do. Yeah, man, I'm Baby Shot or Rashad, you feel me? I'm from Atlanta. I'm a young A&R slash producer manager slash creative director, marketing. I kind of do all that. I don't work for no label. I do everything on my own, you feel me? So, like, any move I make or anything y'all see me do, I got it out of the mud just off connects and all that. But I don't work with people like Mac Miller, you know, rest in peace to Mac. He was one of the first people I really worked with. Uh, Travis Scott did some stuff for Travis for Can't Say on Astro World. My boy London Sire. Uh, Future, you know, done did some stuff for Future before. I was actually one of the few people that started Future Hive way back in the day, like on some accident stuff, but it just kind of happened. So, yeah, you know, people like that. Key Glock, of course, you know, me and Key super cool. So, and then, you know, I'm working on new stuff. I'm trying to get some stuff on Drake's new album that's almost done and just stuff like that. So, yeah. Some, that's some nice names you got there. Man, nigga, yeah, <laughs> So, so, yeah, so, man, I, what does that do? Does an A and R do? Can you can you explain that? Well, A and R stands for artists and repertoire, and usually they find new talent to either help come develop and come to a label, or they usually help, you know, put albums together as an executive producer, or they just help find other talent to work with the new talent. Like, let's say I have a couple of young producers that's on the come up and I feel like they got the right beats or the right, you know, sound for an artist like Youngboy. I would either, you know, get the beats to Youngboy, either put them in a session with Youngboy and let them create from scratch and let it do what it do. Or I would 
either help young boy put his album together, whether he already got songs, I'd help him pick the right songs, pick the right visuals, pick the right features, make sure it makes the album, and, you know, let it do what it do. So, you know, A&R, you got, you got so many different type of A&Rs, bro. You got the people that just usually sign the talent. You got the people like me that usually just go ahead and just help create the album. Or you got other ones that just kind of, you know, make sure everything gets clear, whether it's verses getting cleared, uh, samples getting cleared, etc. So, you know, it's, it's different type of variations of what an A&R is. Yeah, man, sounds like a lot of work, man, but it's... Fucking it... <laughs> okay, right. God damn. Bruh, it, it can be, it can be, bruh, like, it, it, it can be a lot. Like, a lot of verses y'all like that be on albums, they have to be cleared first. Like, so gotta be clear can, about, like, gotta be clear about, like, the, that, that, all this label? Yeah, paperwork, management, okay. all that. So, like, you can pay for a verse, and you got it, but if it's not cleared on paperwork, you know, publishing and splits uh, on the back end. I always wonder how that work, man. It's some bullshit, though, man. That's, 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 that's some fuck shit, because how I got to go to go through you with, with my words to get my to get, you know what I'm saying, to get that shit clear? That shit crazy. How much shit go into that? Like. On the real, though, like, to, to keep it real with y'all, like, y'all know how a lot of rappers be like, man, you know, I need uh, 50000 for a feature, this or that. It be cap, bro. It be cap. I'm trying to tell you, it be cap, bro. Like <laughs> everybody see this shit, too. bro. Cause that shit be going to the label most of the time. You, you, you ever heard of a swap? You know what that is? Like a verse swap, like that. Like you owe me one type shit. It's a, yeah, it's a trade. People trade stuff all the time, bro. Like, okay, you remember when Drake did the Scorpion tour, right? Yeah, yeah. And he took Migos on tour. Yeah, that, that right. was a swap. He, Q, like QCP and Coach K was like, all right. We'll let you take Migos on tour, and you can get City Girls on your album if you get little Baby a verse. Yeah, oh, that's uh, crazy. Don't nobody be paying for verses no more like that, bro. Especially if you already got like a built relationship, like bro. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody doing all that. Everybody's trying to save money and make money together. So all that, I'm, you know, so and so got to pay me smart. for the verse. That's how it's supposed to be, though. You put look out for, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Look out for me, look out for you. It's just that when niggas don't. Don't 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 you know what I'm saying? Come come up on inside this deal. Then that's when the problem. Yeah, that's when the problem. <laughs> so you know, but yeah, a lot of that be swaps, man. Ain't nobody ain't nobody paying for verses or nothing or nothing like that, man. They clearing verses. They doing swaps. They doing stuff like that. But it's like, I'm pretty sure. Say if say if DJ, DJ coming up, he a new rapper. He want to let baby verses. He probably gotta pay for that because because he don't have a he don't have the attributes to to swap with that nigga because he he coming here. He, nah. You know what I'm saying? He coming up, so he probably won't yeah. even get it. Oh, he got to pay, you know what I'm saying, big extra. Yeah, and unless Baby, like, reach out to you and be like, bro, I'll give you a verse. If you come on tour with me, then it's a different story. Like, if you want to come up right. and you want to rap, you want a verse from a, a bigger rapper, he'll probably be like, yeah, I'll give you the verse. You just got to come on tour with me. You got to be my co-headliner, basically. Because you already know how it is, bro. Like, when you tour, hey. you want to be the main headliner. And whoever else you have under you, you know, you want them to be, like, right there above, like, right there under you, but... You don't want to have to go over the tour budget or the tour limit. Like, you know, every, every, everything got a budget. Everything got a limit. You want to sell enough tickets to, you know, sell out, sold out shows. Because a lot of these artists, they do get a decent amount of money a, a show. Like, The weekend probably get, like, a quarter million a show, bro. Jesus Christ. God damn. And, and right now with the, I know, know with, the, with the COVID and shit, so how is that, how is that really, you, you, you in the business, so how is that really affecting niggas' money? Like, is niggas really living off of oh my God. The, the tour life? So, so niggas hurting right now. Some of them hurting. I ain't gonna lie. 
Dolph ain't hurting because he own all his masters in his publishing. He be eating. Yeah, it's to uh, Dolph uh, interview yeah, yeah. Uh, the day. He was he like, good. yeah, yeah, nigga ain't hurt. Nigga, nigga, he say shit. I'm loving being inside. He good. Like, yeah. People like Thug, he ain't hurting because he, he a multi-platinum artist. People like Future, he ain't hurting because he a multi-platinum artist. And then a lot of these artists right now, like, since they can't do live shows, they'll do a, they'll partnership with somebody like a, a company like TikTok. Or they'll do like Travis Scott did the Fortnite show. You know he got paid yeah. like a quarter million for that little, little Fortnite. Oh, damn, Chilling. like bro, like it's it's ways to finesse. So, so some of these artists they do be hurting. Some of these artists they finding ways to make money. Some of them they just good. It's like I ain't really tripping. Like yeah. I, I spoke to one of my homies, like Freddie Gibbs. Like he did, he dropped the album with Alchemist earlier this year. He did thirty k independently. Fire. But hey, I gotta. I was, I, hey man, before you go any further, man. Uh, hey, I, you know Freddie Gibbs. Uh, my my favorite rapper is Currency man. Ask Gibbs why the fuck he did Currency that on that on that Fetty mixtape. <laughs> you know what's so crazy? Why he did that boy that man? That, that's my dog too man. You can't do that. You know what's crazy is bro. They were supposed to do that mixtape like a long time four ago. or five years ago. Mm-hmm. They finally did it because Alchemist was like, well, we might as well just do it all together. So. But yeah, like people like him, bro, they don't be hurting, bro. Like I, I spoke to him the other day on the phone. He was like, bro, you know that first week when I did the Alfredo merch, he was like, bro, I made like a quarter million in a week. So bro. yeah, that's why I be like a lot of independent artists. They don't be caring about radio play and major deals and all that, bro. Like if you can make a quarter million off merch sitting at home, like what's the point? That's what I'm gonna do. Like yeah, that's going platinum is cool, price. going gold is cool, but you know. It ain't gonna match to that that money that just comes that straight money, to your pocket. Yeah. So, you know, but yeah, some of these artists they hurt. Yeah, you know, some some of these some of these artists they kind of hurting, but other ones they being strategic about it. They, yeah, yeah, that's all. Wondering, man, like I, I know, like the entertain a lot of these rappers, and you, you could say it's kind of the same industry, the entertainment comedians, niggas living off show money basically. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, 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 man, because like, you don't know when it's going to be good again for niggas to just be doing three, you know what I'm saying? Four, five shows like a week. Real shows, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, come back in the next like two, three years. And if it do, it, it ain't going to be 100% capacity type shit. And then some of these rappers, like, keep it 100 with you, like, they was already not doing tours. They were just doing festivals. Like, they doing Rolling Loud. Like, Rolling Loud saved a lot of rappers' careers, bro, because, like, they they not they not really allowed to tour like that because they don't really have the fan base. They ain't got no dedicated fan base. Right. Like weekend all can all do a sold out tour. Yeah, you feel me? Young boy can do a sold out tour. Drake can do a sold out tour. Roddy Rich can do a sold out tour. Some of these other rappers, bro, all they can do is festivals. Where they, they were just doing, they were just doing the right. festival like the festival loop. Yeah. So it's like yeah, of course you're gonna be on Rolling Loud every lineup. You don't tour like that, so you that little bag helping you out. Now they ain't got that little bag. They gonna be hurting out here. It should make sense, but especially like, if you got like, like how you find like how you find out if that's like the next artist. Like I know a bunch of niggas probably seen you their music, and like a lot of niggas could really rap. But how you know like I right, this nigga, this nigga might blow up. Like how you find that next young boy or some shit, bro? It's just like the internet, just being on the internet really, and then just being in certain cities, bro. Like. Like, bro, I kind of knew about Travis Scott before he really blew up. Like, this is before I was even doing A&R work, bro. I was, like, a young, like, super young. This is before Kanye really found him or none of that. Because right after I graduated high school, I had moved to Texas, and I was out there. And, like, 
I think at the time he had came back to Atlanta. He was working on Days Before Rodeo. So when he yeah. dropped it, I was living in Houston. That's my I shit too. Already knew what it was. So it'd be stuff like that, bro. Like I done seen so many rappers. I told people would blow up, and they didn't really believe me, and then they did. Like I knew early on, I was like, "Yeah, young boy gonna be one of the ones if he just stay out of trouble." And one of my homies was like, "Nah, I don't really see it. He too much like Gates." And I'm like, "See, that's where you missing the point, though. Like, yeah, he like a baby Gates, but he raw. Like he gonna be it. He got more time to really." Mature his sound and focus on what his his craft is. Yeah, so. Gates was already like kind of grown by the time he really grew up. Yeah, Gates was already grown when he popped off. Young boy yeah. still ain't even. Well, how old is Young boy? Like twenty, twenty one, twenty, twenty one, something like that. Boom! Like, wow, yeah. the bitch. So yeah, I, I just saw him <laughs> popping off. I told somebody early on, like Roddy Rich is gonna be one of the ones that pop off early. Yeah, it's it just like you don't really know, bro. It really depends on the artist. Like you can know sometimes, but then you have artists that kind of fall off or they do they make the wrong steps or they make the wrong moves when they do get on like yeah like I used to love Rich Homie Quan, bro but he kind of like when he when he separated from Thug and all that stuff started going down it's like he kind of fell off bro I used bro. to love that nigga bro he used to be better than future to me son <laughs> Like, bro, like when we was in high school, like when he was having that, I I can't stop going in. I I don't stop going in mixtapes. Like, Like, Quan was on top of the world, bro. Yeah, like 2013-ish. Like, I remember that shit. That's all I used to listen to, son. So, you know, you you can tell, like, what's going to be star status or what's going to be next, but it's just, like, it's also how the artists move and how they project their career and the moves they they take. Because we done seen so many artists, we thought it was like, man, he going to be it. Then it's like, boom, they end up in jail. Uh, Boom, they make the wrong move. Uh, Or even worse, they they end up, you know, killed or something. Something tragic happened. Yeah. That was going to happen to, uh, what's his name, Lil Snoop? Yeah, Yeah. Lil Snoop was supposed to be up next, bro. He supposed to be a young boy. He supposed supposed to be a young boy. For real. I think he really had it, son. Like, he was was really cold. He already had the machine behind him. He had Meek behind him. Yeah, he had Meek, yeah. And it's like, since then, Meek ain't really found... Not to say he ain't gonna find it yet, but he ain't really found the artist. He, 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 he fuck with old dude, but he, he didn't went to jail right as soon as he got signed. Yeah, see, and yeah, and stuff like that. Stupid artists, niggas man. like that. Yeah, he didn't know that nigga from Louisiana. And I, I think Meek just like Louisiana artists, but the nigga, he could rap his ass off. He just in jail. Staying out of trouble, bro. That's the main thing. If you can't stay out of trouble, it's gonna be hard, bro. That's why so many people leave the city they be in when they blow up or when they get big, bro. It's like, unless you in Atlanta, bro, but from yeah. Atlanta, it's kind of hard for you to just uh, stay in the city. Yeah, anywhere else, it, it, anywhere it's else, your, it, it's your best bet to to to, yeah. to get the fuck. Yeah, bro. Like Ross don't even stay in Miami no more. He got to stay in Atlanta. Huh? His, he got Evander Holyfield old house. Yeah. And that thing, bro, bro. It's huge. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like I like, bro. You have to to get to the back of Ross house. You would have to like literally drive around it. Like that's how big the drive yeah. is. I do. I like, think him and Currency was posting the other day. Yeah, they did a video yeah, at his house. He was talking about like you could park in one of my garages. He had <laughs> Currency brought his two cars there. Ross had like 80, 80 cars and let Currency Bruh, park his, his two cars for the for the I guess this, for the little video shoot. This how big the house is. Evander Holyfield used to own the old house. He used to have Easter egg hunts for the kids out there. That's how big and how much land he owned out there, bro. Like that's how big the house is. And that shit, so, man. Like I, I don't even need that much house, but if you got it, you got it. That's how. I, and ain't Ross who who uh won Ross for Def Jam at first, or he oh, just Jam now. Uh, Ross had I think he did seven albums with Def Jam. His contract, you know, after that he he left. He's at Epic right now though. Epic, yeah, that's where that's where he at. Um, and let me see. 
So explain the 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 fucking three sixty deal shit that niggas be on. Basically, a three sixty deal is when a label signs you, they give you a crazy advance. Uh, uh, an advance is basically a loan. Got to re- they got to got to make that back. They got to recoup. So a three sixty means they probably they gonna own some of your masters. Yeah, they might not touch your publishing, but they're going to touch show money. They're going to touch merch money, stuff like that. And more than likely, like, let's say they give you an advance. Let's say I give you $1.5 million for an advance, right? I want you to recoup, but I also need 15% extra. Jesus Christ. I need that interest. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so it's like, that's why I tell a lot of these rappers and these young dudes, it's like, if you get offered a deal, you better make sure whatever you get offered or whatever you want, if they give it to you, you better be able to bring it back in because it's... At the end of the day, man, those you folks are money. I think hole, it's, so. it, it's too much information and, and too many examples for niggas to be still doing signing this. I mean, I understand you want to get out to a situation, but you're going to run into the same situations other niggas run like young boy, like, man, hey, man, I want out. Nigga, like, nah, yeah, you got this fucked up. I'm going to give us the rest of our albums. You know what I'm saying? So just like, it, it's too much information and too much. And, and like I said, you can just post your shit from your phone from the crib. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and do it that way. And then once you gain your own leverage, then you could go yeah. to the niggas. Just like, like, like Master P. D. He had his own leverage. Just like you say 21 Savage did. Just like, you know what I'm saying, niggas do. They they, they do it on their own first. Get their own leverage. Get their own yeah, fans. Yeah. Do, do their own numbers independently. Then you could go to the niggas and get what you want. Yeah. And then decide if you want to stay or if you want to leave. Exactly. Like I remember when Future first signed the Epic. Future say he ran up his first million and he told Epic, like, listen, y'all gotta match me. I already got a million. So I already know what I can yeah, do alone. You talk so, your shit when you <laughs> Yeah, when you when you can do that, you feel me? You can be you can go up there and be like, hey man, I want this much and I wanna keep my masters. I don't want y'all to touch this, y'all can touch that. Blah blah blah. I got my own team for this. I only need a team for this. You know, but unless you just walk in there blindsided, bro. Yeah. It can get ugly. But I mean at the end of the day, like you just said, ain't no bad deal. It's no such thing as a bad deal. That's what they say in the music industry. If you signed on the dotted line, it wasn't that bad. So I, mean, I feel like I feel like if I was to do that, I want the shortest term deal as possible. Cause even cause cause either you gonna either you gonna fucking uh, uh, um, do over what you what you what your expectations are, or either, yep. so 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 even you gonna do over and then because I got short term deal, so you're good. So but but if you underperform. Fuck it, I already got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you exactly. Suck, so. so, like I, I said, I, I want the shortest term deal, but I'm pretty sure the labels ain't giving that shit out. Like no, like no two album, three album deal. It, it depends yeah. on the artist, and it depends what the label believe in. But the crazy part about it is, like, let's say you do sign that two album deal, right? And you blow expectations out the water. You know what they'll do? They'll come back to you and be like, "Bro, you know the contract ain't up yet, but like, listen, we'll slide you another three point five million if you do." You come back to us for another two albums. Like they'll renegotiate. Like you know, I remember Birdman was yeah. like, "We in business with Drake forever." Like he was like, "We'll re- renegotiate a contract if need to." So like, stuff like that happens, bro. Man, that's Drake got his deal though. That's Drake, like a Drake, yeah, 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 Drake, Drake good, shit. yeah, uh, yeah. That nigga, man, that nigga, man. Like, that, I was just to like I said, what the what's called? It was like how Wayne supposed to be where Drake was at. You know what I'm saying? He kind of like, like deal wise. You know what I'm saying? He, like how Wayne was fighting for money. Drake ain't fighting for shit because he. He getting all his. Yeah, it, it was like it probably was bad at Drake. first, but you know what I'm saying. He got he, situated. Yeah, he got it situated. He just he just swung it out, bro. He was like, man, let me just do this bid. He finessed his contract low key. Like that last project he dropped, that care package that was in the yeah. deal. Basically, that was like the last album he had to turn into cash money. So yeah, I've seen that shit. He was like, I guess Birdman was like, hey, Playboy, we like we need one more. 
And Drake was like, say less. And he put that care package together, got the samples cleared. All them shits that was right. all them shits that was already leaked. Yeah. And everybody <laughs> wanted it anyway. So it was like, why and he, not? Like, and he still charted, so it's like, yeah. fuck it. You know fuck what I'm saying? Right. What it is. I mean, man, yeah, man. That's like I said, I just feel like if I if I was the artist, I wanna build my own, you know what I'm saying, shit up first. Especially with this YouTube shit, bro. Cause if I yeah, like with, with how young boy is, like the money they say he getting from fucking YouTube, like I wouldn't even want the label. Like I wouldn't even want to be signed to nobody. Yeah. Like, so I think posting shit in a couple of hours and they got 10 it go million up. Views. Yeah, he got ten million views in a week. So I think for him, I understand why he signed so young. Cause it's like sometimes, bro, these kids don't they don't know no better, bro. Some of these young artists, bro, they just trying to get out the hood. Period. Yeah. Somebody offered I think you that nigga a, had like three kids already too. Like, yeah, and it's like, bro, somebody offer you a, a, a life changing money, bro. You gonna figure out a way to find you an entertainment lawyer that be like, hey man, this the deal. I'm gonna get it work for you, but this is what you are gonna have to do. It's like, of course you are gonna take the money, bro. Two million to a kid that you know, yeah, and, and, like and the six, other sixteen, he was like 16, 17 at the time. And then he had got locked up. Remember, he got locked up on that first crazy yeah. case. So it's like yeah. he gonna need you know money to help with that. So it's like, bro, of course he gonna sign a deal. But I mean, the good thing about him is he's still on the uprise and he's still young. So by the time he get out of his deal, he still he, young boy only gonna be like 23, 22, 23 when yeah. he get out of his deal. Like crazy. it'd be crazy, bro, because young boy is literally younger than Glock. Like Glock just turned twenty three. I seen yeah, Glock go. Yeah, bro. I, Glock went platinum and gold independently off singles and whatnot. He doing 150,000, you know, albums, like, independently. So I know a young boy can yeah, do the same. Yeah. It's just easy. So when he signed Good. his deal, I understand why he signed it, bro. You know, it's like, man, I'm young. Ain't nothing here. If I don't sign this deal, I'm probably going to end up dead in jail. So let me go ahead and just sign over on this, and I'll figure it out later. Which yeah. I understand now. He like, dang, I wish I didn't do that. But on the good side of it, it's like, like I said, he's still young. So when he get out the deal, bro, he can own his masters for the next couple of albums he put out independently and still make the same money. Yeah. It's just that back catalog, he might have to wait a couple of years to buy. Because if he really want to buy them masters in that back catalog, bro, they're going to want some money. And I, I, I think this is why niggas, right. niggas feeling it too. Niggas ain't getting that show money. And niggas feeling like, damn, if I have my masters, I'll be chilling. Yeah. I be that's, a bit that's what that's that's maybe making niggas feel it. I think they already was thinking about it, but like man, they probably like, hey man, if I had that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying on the back burner, I, I I'd be really chilling. That's why I tell like, bro, if you an independent artist and you got leverage and you building up, if anything, sign a publishing deal. Don't don't sign no major label deal, bro. Sign your publishing. Y'all know who Brent Fires is? Yeah. Singer? Yeah, yeah. Like, I heard about him. Like, I know his manager, a black dude named Ty. Like, he, like, one of the coldest managers in music. But he, he got these crackers shook. He got them shook, bro, because he know the game. He learned the game from Master P. He, you know, he watched Jay-Z and all that. He just learned how to, like, build an artist. So, like, originally, when Brent put out that first project, like, a couple years ago, he wanted it to be through a major label. But they was trying to shop it to a major label where they kept the masters. Him and Brent was like, they'll go to a label. They'd be like, we only want 100000 we're going to front the other end, but we want to keep the masters. But every label turned them down. So they finally went to Ashley Calhoun. I know her. She's a white girl. She's super cold. She do, like, publishing and all that. They went yeah. to her for a publishing deal. The publishing deal was only for 100000 Brent took that 100000 He ran with it. He put out his project. It blew up. He started doing tour dates. He started doing merch. 
and his manager said, you know, they used to use the, the like basically like we said, the web to their, their advantage. So they would find out which fans are the most in certain cities. Like, you know, you can look up on Spotify and see like where right. most of your fans or where most of your fan base is emerging from. Like, let's say young boy, like well, a lot of his fans gonna be in the South. So he's gonna tour in major cities. He's gonna be in Atlanta, he's gonna be in Miami, he's gonna be in Houston, Dallas, etc. So they would use that to base yeah. that off of and Ty Brent's manager said they was making like thirty thousand a month alone independently just off just doing that. Shows and merch. So damn, damn. Brent like uh like Brent like my age now. I think he's twenty four, bro. He a he a million he a millionaire now. Like he got the most he got some of the biggest Spotify streams now. I God, think like if, if if you're an artist, bro, and you got around like if you're an independent artist and you got like around two million Spotify streams monthly, that's like four hundred thousand a year off music alone. Jeez. So that's, that's not eating, boy. So yeah, man, it's like you gotta be strategic about it. That's why I tell a lot of artists, like, man, when you build your leverage up, sign maybe a small pub deal and then take it from there. And like you feel me, like Brent turned a hundred thousand dollars into two point five yeah. in a couple of years. Yeah. So but yeah, right. Late, sleep. Big probably high. <laughs> nah, I'm here. Shit, I'm just paying attention, learning shit. Yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm actually over this bitch writing my album right now. That's it, make me hear them fucking right. numbers. And make me want to rap. Nigga said two. Nigga said two. Boom, bow, pussy bitch. I'm ready. Oh, boy, I'm about to. What's up? Y'all nigga need some talent? My shit be full of ad libs. My whole album be ad libs. But yeah, man. I think I think with a lot of artists, they also sleep on too. Is like writing for the artists, but like Trinidad, y- y'all y'all know the Bruno Mars story, right? Like why Trinidad James yeah, got a Grammy. Man. So basically, Bruno Mars on his last album at 24K Magic, there was everywhere. He used Trinidad yeah, yeah. James. Don't believe me, just watch. He interpolated that, which is like a sample. So he had to clear that with Trinidad James. That one little piece, that little phrase right there, got Trinidad a Grammy. And they had to pay him. I think he get like one hundred fifty thousand annually off that alone, bro. Jesus Christ! Oh, I need, wow. Just, just, just I'll keep a sample, bro. Trinidad don't even make music no more like that. He a sneakerhead. Yeah, he, he be chilling. He it's, making one hundred fifty thousand off somebody using the catchphrase of his, bro. Like that, just alone, bro. Just shows you like it's so many ways to make music, make money off music in the music industry, bro. A lot of these dudes, yeah, they got like these pop stars and all that. They ain't got to write like rappers do. We don't, we don't care about no pop star not writing their music, bro. They can have other they people really write don't. for them. Like, it don't matter, bro. Like, it really don't matter. Like, a lot of people don't even know, like, Don Tolliver, he wrote all I can't say for Travis Scott. That's Travis my dog. Right one word in that. That's my favorite song on that, on that album, too, but Don Tolliver, my dog, do. Yeah, he cold. He cold. Bro. That nigga, that nigga, young nigga, cold. man. That nigga, beast, man. I found that nigga off that song, but I didn't know it was him until I heard, I heard, um, that, um, Damn, what song I heard? And I said, who the fuck is this nigga? Then when I, I, I researched him, I, I found out with him on that Travis album. I knew he was signed to um, Travis' label. Yeah, Cactus Jack. Man, I said, well, I, just, I went to that nigga. Then his new album was fucking good. So I was like, all right, that little nigga got something. But he was a, so he was a writer. He was a writer first. Mm-hmm. A lot of these rappers, they, they, like, they start off. They try to get in the industry. They try to break in the industry. They'll, they'll sign a deal. They'll sign like a publishing deal and be like, man, let me just write for other people until I build my way up. Frank Ocean was writing for everybody before he blew up. He was writing for Chris Brown. He was writing for Janae Aiko. He was writing for a lot of people that was just big in the industry. Like, I think that shit really came about after like the Meek and Drake shit. 
I think people ain't know like how many people are really writing for each other. Yeah, but you know what's the crazy? Yeah. Everybody start paying attention to that shit. Yeah. You know what's the crazier part about that? Like nobody, truth be told, nobody was really writing Drake's raps, bro. It's just the fact that he took a reference track, and reference track is so normal in music, bro. It's basically like if somebody lay down a hook or something, and then I go back, and they be and they give it to me, and they be like, bro, I don't really like this, so I think you could use it. Like you heard "Pardon Me" by Future and and Lil Yachty. Nah. Yeah, yeah, that's my shit. Chill, hey, chill on Yachty, man. Chill on Yachty. That's my dog. That Relax. was that was originally nah. Yachty wrote his verse and all that. Yachty, like, my that dog. Was originally, that was originally a Future song. He just gave it to Yachty, and Yachty laid down his verse. Yeah. And Future kept the hook on there. But like the whole Meek Drake and, and uh, what's in that Quentin Miller stuff? Like, bro, Quentin was only writing hooks for Drake. He wasn't writing the verses, so it's like. I can't really say like, oh, somebody was writing your rhymes. Like, nah, you just gave me a verse. You, you know, you gave yeah. me a hook, and then, the hook yeah. I used it. So they like, like they like when Snoop, when Snoop Dogg was like, Jay Z wrote the whole song for him and Dr. Yeah. Dre. It's not like that. Like it ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? See, back in the day, a nigga would knew that nigga probably would, but nigga knew Dre wasn't because Snoop was writing most of Dre shit. Snoop and Cube and them, but. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, Snoop say shit. He put this shit down. I just said the same thing. Whatever Jay Z wrote, I, I see what he's like. Fuck, fuck what I'm gonna do. It was, it was nice. Yeah. Like what you want me to do? And look, it's a big ass song still to this day. So it's like, what the fuck I'm gonna do? It's like, bruh, ain't nobody like. It's not hidden. Like, I think people get it mixed up. Like a writer, like Quentin was credited on. If you're reading this, it's too late. You can look at the credits. His name on it. A ghostwriter is somebody that gets hidden, bro. They ain't gonna get yeah, no that's, publishing. That's why it's ghost. They ain't get, that's nigga yeah, stupid. they ain't gonna get. You gonna get an upfront bag, and that's it. You ain't gonna get no mechanical royalties. You ain't gonna get no credit. You ain't gonna get no master, like no percentage off the master recording. You ain't gonna get see none of that. You just get an upfront bag, and your name won't ever be attached to it. But if you credit it on the album, bro, that means people gonna see your name on it, bro. Quentin's name was on the album. It wasn't no secret, like. If you was in Atlanta, you knew what was up. Like, yes, Quentin not there working with Drake. You know, he helping him with hooks and whatnot. Like. Yeah, I think it was more of like a Twitter joke thing than anything. Like niggas know Drake or out. Like yeah, he got blown out. Bro, you, gonna, he never gonna lose that. Bro, like niggas, it was just funny you, on the TL. You know how many songs Drake gave Wayne <laughs> during that like Man. Carter Four era? Like, bro, She Will was a Drake song. It was over T minus B, T minus in house for Drake, bro. That was a that was a Drake song. He Drake was giving away songs back in the day, bro. He gave away songs that got me hot, like. He gave Cali, I'm on one. I wouldn't have gave Cali that. Normally is now. I would have not gave Cali that song, bro. I would have gave him something else. I would have been like, nah, bro, I got to keep this one. He gave Cali, I'm on one. He gave Wayne, She Will. He wrote for Damn, Kanye. He gave, Drake was giving away a lot of songs. I ain't going to lie to you, he got, a, uh, he got a fire album off songs he can give away. Bro, he gave ASAP Rocky uh, that one song, Problems. Like, that was originally for Kendrick album. Empire was fucking uh, ASAP Rocky, best, best song, damn near. Best song, yeah. <laughs> Drake gave him that song. It was originally for Kendrick's album, and then Kendrick was like, nah, I think you should give it to Rocky. And then I think 2 Chains, it was originally a Drake and 2 Chains song. 2 Chains had a verse on it. Like, when he did that verses with Rick yeah, Ross. Yeah, he had put the verse that was supposed to be on it. Yeah, so that was originally for Kendrick, and Kendrick was like, nah, this ain't going to fit my album. Give it to Drake. No, uh, give it to Rocky and Drake it to Rocky, and that's how it worked out. I'm bro. crying like, because I, I know you get Kenny that fucking trash ass Grease song. Oh, <laughs> and Kenny was like, "Yeah, I will take it. I will take it. I will take it." He took both of them. And that bitch, that, that, hey, pop star. but pop star actually, 
catchy, but grease ass, but it's still gonna chalk because because of who nigga is. That shit is ass. You know, you know what's the crazy part about Grease is his producer OZ is the one who wrote Grease basically. Like he did the the reference track to it. Like he posted it and all. That's why I sound like it's in a different language. They get that bitch originally like that. They get that bitch to Cali. Swedish or something. I let it throw away. I mean, it ain't making my album. You can have it. Like man. And you can't turn it down. It's like you can't really turn it down. They gave they gave it to a side. That's the like, fucking crazy part. Who gonna turn down the Drake verse? Nah, I don't know about it. I, I don't like Drake. I sure wouldn't turn with <laughs> Like, ain't nobody turn down on Drake verse, Thanks. bro. <laughs> I, hope this, I hope this next shit hard, though, dog. I hope it is, he too, bro. Like, <laughs> that nigga need it, son. He don't he need it. He, 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 nigga tried every time. He don't need it, but at the same time, Drake still wants to be known as, like, the best, a the heavy hitter in music. Yeah. Like, you got young boys, like, young boy, you got Roddy. Then you got older baby, cats like, like hey, little baby. Travis Scott, bag, number one every time. Dudes, Travis Scott. You got all these dudes making these like heavy hitter albums and they doing hits and it's like music actually hitting. You gonna still want to be in the conversation like Drake, like basically like LeBron in the league now. You feel me? Like yeah, it's true. You a vet for yeah. real, so you need to like really show up. Like you got to. You need like chip to prove it. One really. more chip. Like you really need yeah. one more chip. Like I respect it. He got to, so you know, I, I feel it. You feel me? Like, I'm just hoping he don't make an album that's too long or none of that. But, like, his people cool, though. Like, outside of what Twitter think and what people think, like, Drake, good people, he good people. Like, his, his people cool. Like, they gave, they gave me, like, VIP passes and all that to the show in LA. So, I ain't really tripping, bro. I ain't gonna lie, that was probably one of the craziest shows I've ever been to. You ever seen, you ever been to a show where a, a nigga got so many hits that he don't even get to all his hit records, bro? I ain't never been to that show. That's what I'm saying. I think he gonna be appreciated like after he retired. Like right now, it's like it's it's fucking funny to just slander that nigga. But like probably like ten years from now, nigga be like, God damn, that nigga got some hits. Drake did it all. Now you gotta realize though, you you saying retire, but Dizzy Dizzy sixty, he's still rapping. So Drake like about thirty thirty one. He still got about thirty more years. Drake said originally he wanted to retire at thirty five, but then he was like, Nah, I ain't gonna do that. He making too Everybody much money. Everybody they gonna retire, bro. Like he currently, too much he money. retire after he had a son. Still been talking about retiring forever. He ain't retiring. But, but he made his best music since he had his son. Exactly. So it's like he not gonna retire. He gonna do mm. college talk for soon. Son, mm. nah, nah, son. Spitter been on the spitter, mm. spitter, spitter on the run, son. Mm. He really spitter on the run, son. He on the run right now, son. Relax. <laughs> Just, I ain't gonna lie. I just, think when he did Steady with Gibbs, it kind of put that, that battery back in his pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gibbs gonna sit down. Like, that shit <laughs> with him and Ross, that shit hard as a mug. Man, that whole, the whole, yeah. man, his last about three, four takes been fucking all cool. Man. So yeah, but, yeah. I went to that Drake show, man. It, it was it was packed. It was a lot of people. You know, the show was real good. I don't know if you ever been to a Drake show, but it's like, bro, it's a lot of women. It's nah, a lot of fine women. Nah, I can't afford a Drake show. <laughs> okay, Boy, they they gave they. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like usually when I get in, like be on a guest list for a show or something, I don't really be expecting the most. I just be happy I can get there, bro. They gave me like the good seats, like like you really gotta have some money seats, like like. Uh, like uh, I'm saying, I'm saying, you can go ahead and stunt, my brother. You in the business? If you in the business and you, and you got <laughs> and you got good relationships, niggas like that go a long way. Like relationships go a long way in 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 any business. Yeah, I'm saying so. Yeah, man. I, I, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be real. Like, I, I didn't been blessed to be around a lot of people. Feel me? Like, I didn't. How, I remember when how Travis you getting that shit, though. <laughs> really, bro? I just used start. Like, how you? I like, just 
I used the internet to my advantage, like, when I was around 19, you feel me? The first artist I ever really a and r for was an artist that originally wanted to sign to Drake. He was a, a UK rapper, a UK singer named Hudson East, and he was, like, a London party next door. So I was just helping him out, and then I just kind of built my fan base. Really, like, bro, I got my own fan base on Twitter. It's weird. Like, I'm not even an artist, but, like, people really rock with me. So it's, like, anything I get attached to, people usually get attached to it. So which means industry people reach out to me, like, Y'all know who Cardo is, right? Used to work with Wiz, producer. Yeah, I heard of him. Cardo, my dog. Yeah, Cardo, Cardo got wings. Yeah, yeah me and Cardo, like, you know, we super close now. So, like, he stay in Dallas, and sometimes I'll be like, I'll, I'll just hit him up and whatnot. But, like, I'm close with him. I'm close with Sledrin. You know, Sledrin, like, one of the main people I, like, connected with Glock. So they work out. They work a lot. So That's the Oscar producers. Pretty much everybody. Legend of Yeah. Wiz, you feel me? That whole group. Uh, I ran into Take Keith out in LA. He's super cool. I done ran into Metro. He's super cool. Sunny Digital used to visit my school. I went to a music school in Atlanta, SAE. Sunny Digital used to come up there. Zaytoven came up there. You feel me? That's the that's, that's the clan, right? That's the clan. You got yeah. Spitter, Spitter, Wiz. Uh, 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 uh. You know what I'm saying? Freddie, Larry June. You can put Alchemist in there. 808, Sledrin. Cardo, you feel me? That's the super team to yeah. me. You feel me? Like that's the, the whole blog era, basically. Like basically. they came up in the blog era. I done been around them. I was around Nipsey before he passed. You feel me? I'm cool with his in-house team. I think I did my last session. His last session and my last session in LA was with Nipsey. It was me, Nipsey, Redman, Jake, one the producer. He worked with Ross a lot. He did Three Kings for Ross. He done did all like that luxurious stuff outside of Justice League for Ross. So. It was, it was crazy, bro. I was in the studio with Red. I think I was in the studio with Buddy. And Red Man showed up, and I had like a backwood in my hand. I had like a big, like big, big backwood. And Red Man Red walk in, he dapping up, he, <laughs> he dapping everybody up, and then he look at me, cause you know me, I'm, I'm like short. I'm not too tall, bro. Like me and Kendrick, I met Kendrick. Me and Kendrick like around the same height. Like he's short, like I'm short. So I'm just in the, you know. Got the backwood in my hand and red man look at me. He like, hey bro, like what's up? Like you old enough to be in here? Like he, he sized me up basically, <laughs> bro. Like it's like it's like two o'clock in the in the morning. So it be stuff like that. But yeah, I don't met I don't met just about everybody. Just everybody, bro. I don't met Travis. I don't met Kendrick. Schoolboy Q. You know anybody TDE related? You know I work with Isaiah Rashad right now, trying to finish his album. Uh, yeah, I done, I done met just about everybody. I ain't met Drake directly yet like that. Like, we got mutuals, and he know of me, and I know of him, of course. Cole know mm-hmm. of me. Cole, like, one of my producers is literally working on Cole's album right now. Cole would, like, randomly FaceTime and text us, so it'd be stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm kind of plugged in, bro. It's, it's I funny. got beer products for all these niggas, bro. <laughs> That's a yeah, fact. I told, I told DJ I'm going to get some of the beer products soon, man, because I've been looking for some new stuff, so. Man, I got you, brother. But yeah, man, it's just, you know, when I stayed out in L.A., bro, I learned a lot. That one year in L.A., I learned a lot. I learned what to do, what not to do, who to be around, who not to be around, how to move. Because, bro, music industry, it'd be a whole lot of cap, bro. A whole lot of cap. It'd man, be a I lot of dudes. General. It'd be a lot of dudes. <laughs> facts, that's facts. <laughs> like, bro, like, it'd be people like, because me, like, I'm still independent. So, like, I hustle a little bit harder and different from everybody else. Like, I get my money on mm-hmm. my own. But it's like, mm-hmm. I see a lot of these dudes, bro, they'll get an A&R job for a label and they'll get lazy. Like, you making 60, 65K a year and you mean to tell me you ain't found one artist and broke him off and, like, made him a superstar or at least the next, you know, young boy or Roddy Rich. You ain't found no next super producer like Jetson made. 
and y'all ain't got no platinum plaques, but you sitting up here making 65K a year, and you come to these industry parties, and you taking all these pictures, and you drinking, and you laughing, acting like you yeah, doing it big. Like you got but really, that. you a sucker to me, like, bro, like, I left L.A. because it's like, I'm too different from all that, and it's like, bro, I be the yeah, punch bro. one of them niggas in the face for real, like, real like, shit. I, I think that's the thing, bro. Like, people be getting it twisted. They think because I'm in the music industry now, like, I'm still not from Atlanta. I'm still not from. You feel me? Like, I'm still not the same dude that go to Zone Six, go out to Old Nat, go to Four Seasons, and hang out. You feel me? Like, I, ain't nothing changed, bro. Like, I think the people like I, that, they 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 more doing it for the look. You doing it for the actual love of the yeah, the bro, music like, and I'm shit. I'm trying to I'm trying to change. You feel me? I'm trying to change people's lives. Like, you feel me? I don't, one thing about the music, bro. I don't play with nobody livelihood. Like, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, bro, yeah. pull up to the studio and I don't hit you up. Like, bro, that could have been your big break. That could have been the moment you needed. You was probably just about to give up. You feel me? That could have been your next big song. Why would I want to do that? So, you know, I feel like a lot of these dudes, bro, they be whack. They don't, they don't really be about it, bro. Everybody be like, oh, we for the culture and this and that. But it's like, I don't see enough of y'all hiring no black interns. I don't see enough of y'all mentoring enough young black men and women to be on A&R team and marketing and all that, right. bro. Like, niggas don't even know about any of it, like, bro. That's why I don't really I ain't even know what that shit stood for. I don't really be getting into the whole, like, I need my seat at the table. Like, I don't care about nothing, bro. I'll build my own table, bro. Make my own table, you Like, by next year, bro, I'm going to be up at least probably, like, 125000 grand just off the plays I done made this year sitting at home in my parents' crib. So I was like, I don't really be caring about the whole, like, yeah, I need to go work for a label and all that, bro. They come to me. They come to me and try to hire me, bro. So it's like, I just, you don't really You plan on signing with somebody? Uh, I done got a few offers, but it's like it gotta be something. It gotta be something, you know, tangible. It gotta be something that I feel like I can do. I think with that, yeah, but that label shit, niggas probably get comfortable because they have that machine behind them. Instead, instead, yeah, instead like you who, who, who trying to get to there, but on your own, so you still working harder than them niggas because they feel like they already on. When really, that shit could be taken away from them if they if they ain't performing because they still working for somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you feel me? It's like, and then some of these dudes, like, bro, I'm already on my pace to make more money than them. So, whatever, like, Future said, like, if I come in with 100 grand on my back, you're gonna have to match me 100 grand a year. You feel yeah, me? Like, you talk your shit. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I done, I done brought in some heavy hitters, bro. Like, right now, I got a lot of producers that they not under my team, but they my homies. And, like, I walk them into certain situations for, like, let's say they want a publishing deal. Let's say a producer get, get a hit record with, like, Drake, and then he got another one with the future right back to back to back, and he got a back catalog too, like with some smaller rappers. He still own all this publishing. I walk him into a publishing deal, let's say they give him half a million. I get my founder's fee. A founder's fee is usually 10 to 15%. So you take 500,000, 10% from that, I'm up 50,000 already. What do I need to label for? All right, I got a question for you real quick. I seen you posting a nigga, yeah. I seen you posting a young nigga recently, a producer you have found. Oh yeah, D. He about to sign. He about well, I can't say who. Well, yeah, he about to sign with Money Bag anyway. But they about to have him on yeah. management, bro. He like fourteen, but I got him a lawyer Damn. and all that, so he gonna be good. Yeah, look, he, he I, cold. Yeah. That's that my question right there. So say like, say like, if you find a producer, right? You say you find somebody that that might got that young boy sound. So if you bring a young boy and it and it should make the album, do you get a cut? Like say like, is, is that kind of the same as like the finder's feet? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna get a cut. Usually, when I uh, off the producer play, uh, money or off or off the the whole like it depends on what the what the situation is. Me personally, since I know like I manage producers and I know how, like okay, like producers they get paid on when they when they like let's say two producers make a beat right, 
they both gonna get an advance. That advance from a major label might be like two thousand to five thousand, depending on the producer's leverage. If he's a super big producer like Jetson made, he can charge twenty five thousand mm-hmm. for a beat. But let's say like it's an up and coming producer and he end up on a major album, he's probably gonna get like two point five to five thousand for an advance. The advance might not come till a couple months later because labels move super slow. So instead of taking the advance money, I would be like, well let me get five percent of the publishing. So let's say it's two producers on there and I place the beat for them for the Young Boy song. Young Boy gonna get his fifty percent of the publishing because he's had, he's a co- he's a writer on them. The producers are the co-writers, so they are gonna get their fifty percent. They are gonna split that fifty percent to twenty five and twenty five. So if I place the song for both of them, that means I'm gonna get five percent of the publishing from both of them on the back end. So that means I get my ten percent. But the advance and all that, they keep that. So yeah, that's what I usually do. If I produce, if I place something for a producer, bro, I'm gonna get my five percent publishing. Gee, so, that's just that's yeah. just that's just linking niggas together. It ain't it's stupid. You get you well, get your five percent. The crazy part about it, bro, is like that upfront money. It'd be cool, but it's like let's say I get a track with the weekend. You know how much five percent publishing? Just like five percent gonna be. That's nuts. Like, and then with me, it's bro. like, bro, I, I kind of got my game plan figured out. Like, I want to make music forever, but I want to do it on my terms. So it's like, if I like really, I want to have the option to retire at thirty five. So. Me building all this publishing and having my own publishing off, you know, these producers I don't help play songs for. By the time I'm 35, 30, 35, I'm 24 now, I can sell my publishing catalog just like they sign a pub deal. So a publisher might have to come to me and be like, hey, we'll give you 350000 for that publishing that you own years ago. I can cash out and I can be like, boom, I'm up 350000 you feel me? So... I see. It's, it's, a lot of artists doing this shit now. And they're selling, they they're selling their publishing back. Yeah, they sell their whole catalogs. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll, yeah, sell, yeah. they'll cash out like the dream, bro. I see he, he cashed out, uh-huh. bro. He sold seventy five percent of his catalog, which is like some of the songs he helped wrote, some of the songs he put out himself. All that shit out himself. And they gave him like twenty five million. Some bro. of that Beyonce songs, yeah. all kind of yeah. shit. They got Beyonce songs. He got all kind of fucking shit on that shit. And you, you know what I'm saying? The big bag. He chilling. And then, and then the thing about it is, like, somebody like him, they'll be like, yeah, I'll sell my publishing for $75,000. They're just going to have my back catalog. So when I start making this new music with Beyonce, I'm going to own all that. Exactly. They're going to have to come right back to me. So if you smart with your money, bro, I say, yeah, sign a publishing deal. Cash out eventually. Invest your money. Dream on a lot of land in Atlanta. He own a lot of Burger Kings. You feel me? That's why Ross ain't really got to make no music no more, bro. Like he Big owns, ring stock, big rallies. Bruh. Wingstop, Rallies, Checkers, you feel me? Pizza oh, Hut, you on a Pizza Hut now. He's like a big sponsorship mm. of Bel Air. That's why we ain't getting on Rihanna album, bro. Everybody been talking about they been working on Rihanna album. Man, it, I'm one of the only few music people that ain't working on no Rihanna album. Bro. Everybody be capped, they be like, bro. Man, they fucking billionaire, man. They got all kind of shit. And she owned her masters, bro. She bought her masters back early in the game. So it's like, what she needed? All your masters. She making a billion dollar makeup clothes. Now she bringing this skincare shit. Right. Like she just, bro. Why? Why would I want to make music, bro? I got. I'm already a billion dollars up. It's like she ain't got to. You feel me? If she want to put out an album, it's because she want to. It and ain't a need. She ain't hurting for no money. You feel me? And That's she, how it should and be. And then she's still young. She got time. Bro, Rihanna gonna pull. Right. And whenever she drop, they gonna be on that shit. Like, anyway, bro, matter. She gonna pull a Michael Jackson, bro. Like a lot of people don't know, bro. Michael Jackson was super gangster, bro. Like, when, when MJ was running his money up, like, for real, for real, like, through that thriller phase and all that, bro, this is what he did. He had spoke to Paul McCartney, right, from the Beatles. And he was like, 
what you know about publishing and catalogs and all that? And Paul was like, yeah, you know, we did, me and the Beatles, we did one back in the day, blah, blah, blah. It was this amount. It was at Sony ATV. So Mike went, hmm, okay. This nigga went to Sony ATV and bought the Beatles catalog for them, bro. Yeah, that nigga nuts. I remember that shit. Bro, he dropped like 40 million and bought it. That's how up Mike was. And when he bought the catalog, bro, it had Lil Richard's catalog in there. Lil Richard didn't own any of his music. Lil Richard said he was making only like, I think, uh, like 15% of whatever the radio sales was at the time off his music because he didn't own none of it. So when Mike bought all that catalog, Lil Richard catalog was in that Sony ATV catalog. Mike was so gangster and so real, he gifted Lil Richard back his whole catalog, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, like, that's how cool Mike was, bro. Like, he was really for it. Like, he'd be like, oh, you know, Mike wanted to be a white man, all this. But, like, bro, that ain't true, bro. Like, Mike respected black coach. He respected the ones that came before him. He didn't have to do that, bro. He could have kept Lil Richard catalog. But he knew, like, that was one of the people that opened the doors for him, you know, so he could be who he was. He gifted that man back his catalog. I feel like so, when, when, when niggas get that big, like Michael Jackson big, nigga do the fuck you want to do, man. That shit nuts. Like, this, like, can. <laughs> like, this nigga, like, he'll go buy this, go get that. Like, what else to do? But, you know what I'm saying? Let's just, that, shit, that shit nuts, man. Like, I feel like these young niggas, man, they, they on their way, like, the, um, the babies in them. But I feel like how... So so what's going on with the with the Migos and QC right now? So that's that's oh, my man. thing too. That's that that's gonna that's gonna really cause I feel like right now baby just kinda star of QC. Man, he been I, I'm gonna come clean with you, bro. When they first when baby first got out of prison, he was buzzing in Atlanta and I was like, dang, he gonna take over QC. Everybody they said, was dang. Like, nah. <laughs> nah. Everybody was like, nah, Cause man, he was the background man. nigga at first. I was just in the back chilling. Baby was still in the streets for real. Like when people say like Atlanta run for PF, bro. Like they used to run Atlanta back then. Like when Rollo was running Fam Goon and Atlanta was like, you feel me? All that. So they really run Atlanta now. But like Baby was really in the streets, bro. Like that boy really from Oakland City, straight off the south side of Atlanta. So he was really in the streets. So when he started taking music serious, as you can see, he like a rap superstar right now. So. I think the only issue with the Migos is, like, bro, they, they got to... I think they, like, during that phase after the first Culture album, bro, they overdid it with that Culture 2 album. It was too many songs. That shit with ass. It was kind of bloated. They, they changed up too much, bro. They changed like, up a little too much. He's like, bro, you got to you gotta bring it back to the streets. I think that's one thing about Lil Baby, like, bro, he making commercial songs, but it's like, it's still him. It's still street records, bro. Like, We Paid is a super street record, bro. Like, ain't nothing... Ain't nothing commercial about it. Ain't nothing trying to like make a hit record, bro. That sound like some some gutter, just old school street record. You feel me? It sound like an old trap record. You feel me? So I think that's what Young Boy got to figure out. I don't feel like he like that's. I think that's what's separating him and Baby right now. Like Baby making them commercial records, and I think that's what's like really blowing that nigga up. Like Young Boy still on that. It's just that gutter shit. That only real like young niggas gonna really listen to. Like Baby starting to branch out. Like white people starting to fuck with him heavy and shit. It's going to happen eventually. It's just like, you can't really force it. That's one thing. But like, you just got to kind of like, you got to, you got to think a little bit smarter and work a little bit smarter and then just figure it out. Like Travis Scott at first ain't really, Travis wasn't really making no hit records, bro. He was on that Kanye stuff. He was trying to just make the weirdest stuff he could do. And then he made that butterfly effect. Bro, a lot of you don't even know, like when he made butterfly effect, bro, he made that like just freestyling in the car. He got to the studio, he made it. If you ever listen to that song closely, bro, he ain't curse once and he ain't say nigga once in the word, like in the in the in the song. Damn. 
you probably didn't realize that. But the song was just so hard, and people just liked it so much. The white people loved it too. It was like, dang, double platinum. You feel me? So I think Young Boy eventually gonna get it. It just, it just take time, bro. It take time. And then like sometimes you don't even have to go commercial. A song will just pop off on its own, and then you out of here. So. Be with the Migos situation, bro. I just, I don't know, man. I just think they gonna work it out. Them and QC gonna work it out. You feel me? Clearly, they didn't, they didn't been branched together too long to just for them to just walk away from it. But I think at the time when they signed a deal, they used QC lawyers. Yeah. So it's like that's a conflict of interest. Yeah, but if you if you get an okay. And that's the, on that line, that's like, like that's like if I'm finna sign a ride and ride like yeah I got my lawyer right here man you know what I'm saying you go ahead and he read over your contract hey nigga he wrote the contract <laughs> yeah it's like bro like at the end of the day bro if you use like I tell producers this all the time like some young producers they'll be like oh man you know I'm gonna just use the label lawyer I'm like hold on hold on hold, hold. like what, what you doing like the label lawyer is for the label's interest not yours so. <laughs> whatever whatever they gonna read and get to you it ain't gonna benefit you and I think a lot of artists they get mixed up they be like man I ain't got no money for a lawyer bro an entertainment lawyer will work on you on a, a fee basis which means like whatever you get they just want like 3 to 5% off that they not gonna charge you hourly like uh, like a regular lawyer would so an entertainment lawyer they, they looking open to work with young people or just artists that don't know or don't have to help them out Cause don't nobody want to get like you feel me. Don't nobody want to see nobody young, especially if you black in the industry. Don't want to see nobody get like messed over, bro. Like we ain't trying to see nobody end up in no bad deals or nothing like that. So it's like that's what I feel like lawyer, with the, with the easy, shit. Like bro. these niggas, they uh like like when they sign them deals, like when they first independent off of them small label deals, they when they finally get some real management, like how Megan had did it, when she finally got some real management and they look over what the fuck her contract was. They're like, hold on, big brother. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but by this shit, you already signed the dotted line. Yeah, you done already signed the dotted line. So it's like, you can't just be like, oh, man, they're doing me wrong. It's like, fam, when you sign, when you saw that money and you signed that dotted line, you signed like multiple said, times. She right? was in like, college. She was a college student just coming up, just, a, just got a little buzz in Houston. That was a little lick for her. And the thing about it, bro, when you sign some of these contracts, it ain't like you just signing one sheet of paper, bro. You signing about thirty sheets of paper, so it ain't like somebody did like you just signed one and was like, "Oops, I take hey, this back." Like, no, bro, bro, you you literally signed all of these, and you gave the okay. So, yeah, you Man, know, baby got a nigga, son. Baby got a nigga on four p up that I love right now, son. You, uh, I think I, t- you know, uh, the key, huh? Yeah, I heard him. Bro, that nigga so cold, son. I swear that nigga gonna blow up, son. Yeah, I need Rollo. Niggas don't really know about him. He signed a full, I think he signed a full PF right now. Yeah, him and Rollo. I need Rollo to drop his tape, but Rollo gonna kill Man, him. that nigga gonna be bullshit, dog. Bro, we were just talking about that the other day, bro. We was like, man, like, what about yeah, like, I really wanna see what, like, Young Boy and him could do. Like, cause not Young, like, Young Boy got no cap. On his shit. Yeah, I like no cap a lot. I like no yeah. cap a lot. Like I don't know who your niggas is. Who the fuck is a no cap? Bro, no cap. Bro, you gotta like, get on. No cap man. from. He from Alabama, I think. He from Alabama, yeah. Yeah, Alabama he got niggas, bro. Bro, Alabama come. They want to come up for real. Like they got, they got no cap. They got Flo Millie, the Rilo. female rapper, Rallo. But that Flo Millie, Yo. she gonna be a star. She I love Flo like Millie. Right that motherfucker, she, right she can rap her ass off, man. Bruh. I was and, listening and to her. Her tape. style unique. 
Like, bro, she got like that old, that old Southern yeah. trap style. She don't like, sound like nobody. Like, That's what she don't sound like none of the, the female rappers out right now. She got her own flow, and man, them beats be fucking hard. They be just hit like I first like, heard that that what, in the party. So like, who the fuck is this? That motherfucker, <laughs> that, that, that motherfucker <laughs> rapping. You must rap some mulatto shit was hard too. Yeah, mulatto hard. Shit from the city. Really yeah, yeah, that shit bop. I'm saying it really like female rappers really coming, man. For real, man. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's, I really want to see what like what young boy and baby could do with, like stage shit, like Pokeo, and like what NBA really becomes. Because I feel like this next generation, like they gonna love, they gonna look up to them niggas like how niggas look up to Wayne and all them. Yeah. Niggas. So them niggas gonna sign with them boys. Yeah, man. You know it's crazy. I was on Facetime with Manny Fresh like a couple months ago. Man, tell Fresh highlight yeah. me, man. Fuck. He stay in Houston. <laughs> he stay in Houston. A lot of people don't even know that, bro. Like, he be laying low, but he stay in Houston. He know my OGs, Mike and Keys, because they be cooking up. But Fresh stay in Houston, bro. Fresh got a nice house. He got a lot of cars. I know you got a lot of cars. Tell the Fresh nigga highlight me, man. What's the craziest part about it, bro, what I found out recently is, like, some of that cash money catalog from, like, 02 and up, Fresh owned that. Like, he owned the Masters and all that. So he good. God damn. I didn't get straight, man. Most of that, most, yeah, of that man. most of that, most of that early Wayne shit, probably. Yeah, fresh, good, bro. Like he was like, honestly, man, I be feel, I be feeling like people be having all these producer convos, bro. They always like, leave fresh out. We had that. They always leave. We fresh had that. We had that fucking uh, 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 conversation. That, that shit oh, pissed bro. me off because there was in the, the comments disrespecting the fuck out Manny, but I want to fight, bro. Manny should have won. That like, he just ain't he, play he, the right songs, bro. Fuck, his songs is way better. I'm gonna say he won. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say he won. Let him drop candy shot. This gun, the comments going crazy. Who the fuck playing that fucking shit? Oh shit! Not candy shot. In the comments, pissing me off, pissing me the fuck off, man. Like they, they that's oh, not candy shop. That's the bigger record, not the better record. Uh, man, some of them old records we like. It's okay to admit they age terribly, bro. But like fresh stuff, like big timers, ain't none of that. If it's a thing that that, that kill me, bro. People be like, man, that's that southern stuff. Like it ain't aged well. Well, well, it wasn't a bigger record, so it don't matter. So if that's the case, bro. Why all these young rappers always remix three six stuff? They always remix Cash Money stuff. That's fine. What's the name? Wait, chilling. Bro, when Young Boy did Diamond T Samurai, bro, he ain't, that wasn't no no Fifty Cent record or no 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 Ja Rule record. That was remixed, Manny Fresh. Bro, that was a Cash Money record. That was a Manny Fresh. Beat. That's fine. What's his name? Be chilling. What's his name? DJ Paul. Oh, he he own all that shit. Oh my god. That nigga. That, that nigga said he cleared like a hundred samples a month, son. Bruh. That nigga gotta work no you, more ever. Let me tell you right now, for somebody that that been a part of a record, <laughs> that sample the three six song. That nigga chilling. Sample three six. They gon' they gonna take some of that publishing, boy. Chilling. <laughs> chilling. Him <laughs> him juicy. Then they own that shit, man. Them boys, man. All them beef. Them nigga made that shit. Them boy eating. Them all like, gotta work. Boy, they taking at least sixty percent of that publishing too. Right, they eating, son. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, cause that's hey man, you want to sample, and this, that's what that's all music is right now. Anyway, is niggas sampling and remixing this shit. But but yeah, that's what killed me, man. In the verses, everybody was like, man, don't nobody care about that. I'm like, if that's the case, bro, why everybody running to three six and they they remixing three six songs and they sampling three six songs and they re- they they sampling cash money songs i'm just waiting shit, for the moment did, somebody fuck did beyonce just uh sample a many fresh song and he got paid off this shit back recently yes 
Like, he, like Fresh just be eating bro, like off of everybody. People still, bro, people still come to Manny Fresh for beats. Metro had a, a session with Manny Fresh like not too long ago. He was like, bro, I just like Manny the legend. Like him and Zaytoven, like I built my sound off them. Like I had to get a session in with him. But my head, I watched like, a, I watched YouTube video. Manny Fresh made like a beat in like three minutes. Bro, <laughs> he still got it, bro. Like, he still got the setup in his crib and everything. He don't even use a computer like that, bro. He still got like the little MPC. Yeah, and all, the, the little drum machine thing. He uh, the simple shit. He make a whole fucking beat. Like, ain't nothing. A whole beat in three three to four minutes, bro. Like, bro, that nigga nuts, man. Like, yeah, and man, you know what, man? Like it be because cause it be them fucking uh, East Coast niggas they have with them. Conversations about producers and shit, and they always leave. They always leave DJ Paul. They leave Manny Fresh out. DJ Paul out. They leave fucking all the Houston shit out. They be leaving all all the South shit out. Like the niggas ain't. You know what I'm saying? But you know what's crazy? One of their favorite producers that they always big up. They work with Biggie. They work with Jay. DJ Premier. You know where DJ Premier from, bro? Houston, Texas. See, I I knew that because they big one like like he's from fucking East Coast or some shit. I guess because he live out there, but. Yeah, man. Man, with them like legacy niggas, like Alchemist and fucking Premier, man, and them niggas already cemented. It's just that they don't get the respect. Not, I'm, I'm going to say not them, but especially Fresh. Because I feel like cause I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a hot boy to the core type nigga. That's what I grew up on. I ain't grew up on exactly. East Coast shit. I grew up on straight fucking cash money. So when, I nigga, when niggas be saying best producers and shit, wait, wait, man, nigga ain't nobody saying Fresh. I need a wild they crazy because Fresh was doing all the Cash Money beats in the beginning, bro. And, and, and that's what uh, one of them who said, said one of the, one of the one of the biggest producers. I forgot who it was. He said, "Bro, if it, it won't be no Cash Money without Fresh, he was doing every beat on every album by every himself, album, bro. Everybody, by not himself. not not no not no. He ain't playing no key like a Scotch Doge. He ain't he ain't just adding this in there. He doing every beat from scratch by himself on every album. So without him." It wouldn't be no goddamn Wayne. It wouldn't be no goddamn Boy, cash said, money. They said they said Manny would bring a whole New Orleans band section to the studio yeah. to help sample something. Like, <laughs> make a beat that nigga wild like, nigga, son. That nigga wild nigga, son. That, that nigga wild. They, they, son. they leave me though, son. They leave me to Wayne though, son. Like I don't know where this shit come from, and like I'm tired of fussing with niggas on Twitter, son. But these niggas be disrespecting the fuck out Wayne, son. I'm like, bro, this all like Wayne used to be everybody little song favorite rapper. Life, so everybody, everybody yeah. favorite rapper, and like niggas just like literally turned on. That's the young niggas though, sir. They act like he not a legend, bro. I don't know why it's weird, bro. Like I, I like I get it. Yeah, Wayne ain't the Wayne he used to be, bro. But at the end of the day, without Drake, without Wayne, it would be no Drake. Without Wayne. There really wouldn't be, be a lot of no niggas. Kendrick, no thug. If you ask, bro, when I, when, yeah. bro, if you ever like listen to a Kendrick Lamar interview, bro, and he bring up some of his favorite albums all the time, bro, it's gonna be a whole bunch of Cash Money stuff, <laughs> bro. Like, that's what I'm saying, like thug, like them nigga Kendrick. Kendrick got a whole fucking tape about Wayne, dedicated like, to Wayne, bro. Yeah, and early in like, his like, career, bro. Act like Wayne ain't like that. Like Wayne man, is a legend, like bro. A legend, Wayne is a legend, bro. Wayne is a, 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 a he's Wayne was my favorite rapper at one point, bro. Just like y'all said, bro. Like in Georgia, bro. Like we rock with Wayne, we rock with Bootsy, we rock with Webby, we, we was with all that, bro. You feel me? Like we want to be Cash Money, we want to be No Limit, we want to be Savage Life, all that, because it didn't matter. It was just the South, like. We didn't care. So when we seen Wayne doing songs with people like Tigz, Gucci, like. That guy, that's exciting, you feel me? Like, when they did, uh, what was that one song him and Gucci did? A long time ago. Mm-hmm. Steady Marvin. When they did yeah, Steady yeah, Marvin. Yeah, yeah. 
Like that changed just about everything for every artist period, Southern artist period. When Wayne Wayne saved rap, bro. When Wayne did part three, bro. That motherfucker. Uh, rap. <laughs> and like I said, and, and, and when Jesus hooked up with Manny for his first album, Stay All Flames. Bro, Ti man. Ti with Manny, All friend. Flames. Every T, every Ti, every Ti Manny song fire. Every Ti and fucking, I mean, every man in Jesus song they ever did fire. It's just like, just bro, you see. You seen who Future grabbed when he got back on that mixtape run? Who was on Monster? The only feature? Wayne. Who was on Beast Mode? Juvie. So was. Juvie was. Juvie was on Beast Mode. He could have got anybody else. It was Juvie and Young Scooter, bro. Yeah. Scooter my nigga too, though. Like, people, I don't know, bro. I just, I'm like, I'm a fan of rap, period. But I just don't like the whole, like, trying to discredit a region. Because, bro, like, all that play... A very important, you feel me, role in hip hop and just music. Like that's why I be telling folks, bro, you gotta study music, bro. Like when I started working with a lot, like I knew three six music, I knew Memphis music, but I went back and studied all of it, bro. Like, yeah, like you got to, bro. That's the only way you really gonna learn and you understand music. So the whole like, oh, that's the South, that that's whack. Like, bro, if but it I was whack, like they all gonna be back on his shit. Like, say he passed, yeah. kind of like Nipsey, they gonna all be like, oh, that's they gonna a be legend. back. Yeah, they gonna be because right Wayne crazy. is basically Kobe for us, bro. Right. Wayne is Kobe. Like I don't, I, I don't know where it came from. Like every time Wayne, like every time a Wayne debate come on, it is trashing the fuck out Wayne. But as so, soon like, as Wayne give a feature verse and it's hard, oh my god, Wayne done. Oh, he done watched them. He done did this. He done like, bro, like which is it? Like I get it. People do fall off. They have bad moments, but like don't act. Niggas get, niggas just like, get old. Niggas just yeah. Get old. It's really you know, all it is. <laughs> Like, bro, Jay O, like, you feel me? Jay-Z old, but Jay still have his moments, but it's still Jay-Z at the end of the day, you feel me? Like, And niggas say that, that's why I listen to, what's his name, what's his name, uh, podcast said just right, what's the name that, uh, Drake Champs, when hip-hop, the only, only niggas that do that to their older artists, they want to write niggas off. Bruh. That's yeah. only, we fucking Beatles and fucking Ro- them Guns N' Roses be touring, bro, making know. $20 million a year, niggas in their 70s and shit. Still making that money, and and, 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 and nigga, nigga turned 35, they went, oh, nigga washed up. Bro, you know what's the craziest part about it? Like, I'm into, like, metal and rock and all that. Like, I done been in concerts, bro. Like, you get looked down upon if you, like, don't know your history. Like, if you don't know who, you, if you claim you know, like, heavy metal, but you don't know who Metallica is, you don't know who Megadeth, mm-hmm. you don't know who Iron Maiden is and all that, and you can't name none of that, you don't respect it, they'll look down on you for that. Like, you kind of right. lame for that. Like, how you don't, you feel me? But in rap, it's like yeah, man. Like basically, they want to fucking they want they want to write off the 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 artists that 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 paved the way for other niggas instead of bigging them older artists up. And and because you know what I'm saying, because we the only only culture that they want to throw niggas away. And it's it's sad, bro. And it's just not a good thing to do, bro. Like you gotta you gotta pay homage to the people who came before you, bro. Like because you feel me. Like Uncle Luke, like I feel like Uncle Luke is an underrated legend, bro. That's a Southern so actor, underrated. underrated, bro. If, like if people it don't even for him, these girls wouldn't be out here twerking, bro. If it wasn't for him, if, we wouldn't even have explicit it albums. It wouldn't be bro. none of this. None he of it. We went to court to fight to have explicit music so artists can express yeah. themselves how they want it to, bro. He's the reason why we got a parental advisory sticker, bro. He, they they banned that man in America. He was banned. <laughs> <laughs> banned like, in America. Huh? And know what, son? That's why a lot of the older ex. 
they they fucking um they they fucking go overseas man get that show money be eating man because yeah. man they been overseas yeah. for all year son getting fucking six seven figures on them older niggas that you know what I'm saying that that been in the game because over here the young niggas don't appreciate the older action more man that's we the only we the only you know what I'm saying genre that that fucking do that yeah man this is eventually it's it's gonna change eventually bro because it's like our generation we kind of. The 20, you know, we in our 20s now, so we gonna be like the gap to kind of bridge that life. Or oh, you like young boy, we need to go go back and listen to the old cash money. You need to go listen to, you feel me? Somebody no limit. You like Glock, you like money bag, yo, you like Dolph. You need to go listen to some old 36. You feel me? You need to go, cause it's like you can't have one without the See, that's my that's my era though. That's that's my era. That old 36, old like I was. Like it's funny y'all talk about Wayne and all this shit, and y'all say y'all was in like middle school and. You know, I was in fucking college when that shit was dropping. You oh, know? nigga, so, that's crazy. <laughs> it was, bro. Like you, you know, when, when Call the One came out, I was in the tenth grade. Yeah, I was. I was in. She, but I was in like, but Call the One. I'd be like in fourth, fifth grade. Bro, Call the Three yeah, came out when I was not. How old was I when? No, Call the Three came out when I was like thirteen. Jesus Christ, I was young. I was a senior in college when Call the Three came out. You want to you want to know how from a grown man perspective. You know what's crazy? You want to know how crazy the age gap is, bro? Y'all remember buying mixtapes from the barbershop? Facts. Yeah. And, <laughs> and movies yeah, and mixtapes. Really, you know I remember saying? you couldn't have music unless you went out and and got, and got a CD. Yeah. Man, I remember mean, the CD, LimeWire, all kind of shit. Bro, I remember when Napster came out. My Napster, LimeWire, all that <laughs> shit. Napster, nigga. I'm nigga had Napster to. Yo, I, bro, I broke my, my you know, we ain't. Big viruses. Big viruses on the computer. Fuck around and got a computer. We got a computer. Oh, yeah, Big virus. Oh, yeah, everybody. We hard to go. <laughs> I'm going to go Three computers online. Well, you done went through about LimeWire. You done downloaded. All kind of viruses. You done downloaded all kind of viruses. <laughs> <laughs> you done downloaded all kind of viruses. <laughs> <laughs> you done downloaded all kind of viruses. <laughs> <laughs> you done downloaded all kind of viruses. <laughs> 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 you done downloaded all kind of viruses. 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 You done downloaded all kind of Bro, I remember my most smartest artist in that era. Go ahead. What Soldier Boy did was he would put his song titles on like LimeWire, Napster, but he would put people, other people, names of the song. Mm -hmm. So you think you download something else? Smart as fuck. And you will pop up on your shit. You just like what the fuck, (laughs) Soldier Boy? Bro, Soldier Boy took over the internet. He took over MySpace. That shit, that shit was smart as fuck. Okay, right. So yeah, boy took over YouTube. He capitalized off YouTube early, bro. He's the, like, he's the, first, he's the, the first nigga to do that shit. The internet shit. That like, nigga for real, really for real. And win. And win with it. You know what I'm saying? He's from one of the... He man, won with that shit. That's what I'm saying. He's still, bro, he's, he's still had, getting residuals. Soulja Boy had out here getting ringtone money, nigga. Ringtone I remember money. that. When ringtones was around, bro. Everybody had ringtones, bro. Ringtone money, nigga. So, yeah, that's, that's just crazy to, like, listen to music. From y'all perspective, because you know y'all shit. I'm damn near a decade older than y'all niggas in some cases. So nigga had to go buy, they got to go buy C D, upload it to the computer just to put it on MP3. Mm-hmm. Just to put it on MP3, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nigga had to nigga had yeah. to you know shit like that. Like, like niggas ain't no like nigga, nigga ain't even had room. They had no screen, they had to keep flipping through this shit to find the Sony like. See, these kids, I don't know about this shit, man. That's a struggle. You scratch up a CD, it'd be done. It's man, over. Oh, the CD player? You got it. Oh, you man. Got 
You done got a little alcohol trying to clean the CD, boy. That CD done, man. <laughs> That's for anything. You ever a video game, a CD, that alcohol patch? Hey, man, let me see now, man. Bro, I, I, remember, I remember I messed up one of my auntie computers, man, because, like, I was a big Wayne fan at the moment. I heard him and Jewel. So I was like, man, you know, him and Jewel, if I do, can't feel my face. Man, I think yeah. I done found the... It never came out, but I felt like I done found the little copy came, on it. Big, big I thought, virus. I thought I, I, thought, bro, I, thought I had found something. It was a virus. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I had, I had, I had, but look, look. I have my shit. My money computer's the computer broke. It stopped working, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Download the brand new Wayne mixtape, boy. You done, you done got the real drought, that virus drought, boy. Fucking old bus, boy. Yeah, I'm a man. You, you watching? You watching? You watching that porn again? No, oh, mom watch no porn no more. That was a, was a mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lie. It was both. That shit fucked up. Everybody shit. I think I think the change in music, bro. Like it being. Music's so accessible now, it's, it's like a, a pro and a con, bro. Because I feel like it's a pro because it's like, man, I can go back. I can listen to everything. Like, I can go back and listen to albums from, you know, 30 years before yeah. I was even born. That's crazy. But at the yeah. same time, like, the accessibility to some of these young kids, it's like, they don't do that. And they also just don't appreciate the fact that, like, they got music at the touch bro. of their palms. Bro. It's like, too much to listen to, bro. It's too much. Yeah, and it's a lot. It's like, it's, it's hard to digest. Bro. It should like, come on every day. These deluxe albums, bro. Oh, I can't like, stand why? these. I, I, Everybody's doing deluxe. LeBron started that. These, these deluxe albums are basically... Uh, new albums. New albums, but it's a way for labels to finesse to get the strings back up and all that, bro. Like, the baby said, he literally told us, he was like, yeah, man, you know, I'm dropping this deluxe album. Really, it was supposed to be a whole new album, but the label was like, nah, you still ain't went platinum on the last album yet. Like, we still need some more numbers, mm-hmm. so he just added more songs. A deluxe album so, ain't supposed to have no 10 songs, bro. Like, that's a whole other album. That's, that's like, I think, like, money <laughs> So does it count? Like 13 new songs. Then Uzi, Uzi had 30 yeah, songs on deluxe. It counts to uh, the same... It counts to the same album. It, it, don't, it don't split up or nothing like that. It adds to the same nah, album. Okay. Okay, so so say the label says you got to give us five projects. Uh-huh. Is it a regular album and a deluxe album two, or is that still one? No, that's still one. Oh, fuck that. You ain't getting a deluxe from me. You ain't getting shit from me. But I'm going to take what you can get. <laughs> you, better go, you better go Uh, share this shit on Instagram or something. Like, man, more streams. You like, can do retweet like, me, nigga. No, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like the ba- like Lil Baby, he did his deluxe album smart. Like, he only added, like, two, three more songs. And then he added the music videos for streaming. Like, people forget about that. Like, bro, if you, if you add a music videos to your albums, people can stream that on Apple Music. They can watch the music videos via Apple Music instead of YouTube. And then that'll, so that'll, count. Count. Yeah, that'll count for streaming. Yeah, that counts. makes sense. I think Rod Wave was like that, too. His deluxe had, like, buku videos on that shit. Like, the same yeah. songs, he just dropped it with the video. And, like, yeah, and, and, I, and like... I appreciate that more than anything than you just bloating your album with extra songs that I ain't gonna really care for. I ain't really gonna knock like that. Like sometimes the deluxe album, you know, it work out. Like Lil Baby, you know, he had we paid on that and it ended up being one of the biggest songs. So, but it's like, man, that whole adding ten songs just because for streams, like it, it ain't gonna it ain't gonna work for everybody, bro. I'm praying to but God. Shit, this ain't been missing that. though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> like all them bitches been hard. Like Uzi shit was hard. Dirk. Uzi, Uzi's was hard. Uzi had like 20 more fucking new songs in the Lux. But the thing about yeah, it, like, wow. the fans asked for that, though, so they streamed Uzi, bro. But, but it's like Uzi, because he didn't put out music in the, in the wild, though, so. 
Yeah. It was good to hear like extra something. Well, it was like what three or four years. He had to. He was about three million in debt. Uzi got to shit. Like Uzi just different, dog. Yeah, I ain't yeah. never. I ain't expect him to like become that shit. So. Did, did do like five hundred, five hundred k first week or some shit. Did like five hundred k some yeah. shit. And then yeah, the deluxe did like what three, four, and the deluxe. Yeah, because one of my homies had signed Uzi's producers that worked on that. He was like, "Bro, I ain't never." He was like, "Bro, I ain't never did a publishing deal in the same week, and also got the producers paid on their advances right before the album came out." Like, bro, it's rare for a producer on a major label, like working with major label artists, to get paid immediately when the album come out. It might be like a month or a week, a couple weeks before all the paperwork get done and be out. But Uzi, his team was like, "Well, we about to get this." <laughs> Like this boy, it's it's, it's time. Like we gotta get all this. But I know he be he be he be he be a lot of turmoil with uh with with, with what's his name them who uh who who uh who found him. I know he trying to get out of that deal still. How huh? with drama? Oh, you talking about DJ drama? Yeah, with drama. Yeah, what's his he name? Don't, he don't, yeah, he don't really they fuck really with him. Got, yeah, they don't really rock with each other like that. Big but, turmoil. You know. It's 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 it be a lot, bro. Bro, you know who? That's another nigga don't get enough love out here. Drama. Yeah, man, DJ Drama Legends. All the mixtapes. All the Gangsta Grills tapes. Gangsta Grills. All the Gangsta Grills tapes. Gangsta Grills. That was my shit. Like, man, that was my shit. All the Gangsta Grills. They could have put a... They could have dropped the Mary Mary Gospel Gangsta Grills in that go around. Yeah, I'm working on... I'm working on something right now. Drama said he gonna host for us. I can't say who it is, but he working on the... He gonna do a Gangsta Grills for us. It just kind of and then my homie yeah. hit me up. He was like, "Bro, I just ran into drama." He said, "You want to host his tape for us?" And then, uh, you know, we got on the phone. Boom, boom, boom. It's like, "All right, we gonna have drama host this out." Okay, can't say who it is. Yeah. So with so with that, it's what, gonna work. So so what he just it just like he just put his 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 uh his ad lib and shit on there. Basically, he just basically like hype it up. Yeah, drama right. used to help put together albums though, like yeah, he used him, to help like, put them bitches together. Right, you know, drama had got in trouble with the feds back in the day, him and Jeezy and all that, because they was making so much money. They had all that shit on their computers, yeah. They had all that, but they confiscated all that back in the day in Atlanta, bro. Like it was, it was crazy, really bro. That drama, that, DJ drama, bro. Autumn Wayne tapes, uh, dedication, Jeezy. Jeezy, shit, can't ban the soul, man. Trapper die, all like drama really was. Damn, he ran the south like my right. whole time when I was in college. I went to college 04 to 08. DJ drama ran ran the south. And then you had yeah. other DJs like DJ Screen from Atlanta. Yeah, you had yeah. Uh, uh, DJ X rated out of Atlanta. All of them, you know. Yeah. You know, then you got like new dudes that's like low key. The DJs used to be like the biggest ARs in Atlanta. Me, the best ones. Like y'all know who Hood Rich King is. Nah, uh, you probably not heard of Hood Rich King. Like you ever heard? You gonna hear a tag on Hood Rich? Like, okay, you know who Pee Wee Long? Is it that you know, Yeah, you know who Pee Wee Longway is, right? Oh, that's my dog. Best rapper alive. Okay, right. Longway, the big crip for real. Man, like, they don't respect Longway, man. I'm telling nigga he the best crip rapper out right now, other than Roddy Rich. Longway. Long way came up in like like that Hood Rich King era. Same with Migos. Migos used to be around Hood Rich King a lot. Hood Rich King used to put out mixtapes. He used to have every yeah. Atlanta rapper that before they blew up, he used to have them on a mixtape. So it's like you ever heard a tag to say uh Hood Rich King don't think about signing that guy? That's Thug saying that. So if you ever go back and listen to an old mixtape, that's deep that's that's Hood Rich King, bro. Like Hood Rich King only like a little bit older than us, but he been around Metro since the beginning. He was around Southside, he was around Thug and all them. He like 
he low key like what drama was at one point in Atlanta. Like he a real like real deal A and R to me because he did he found all the street light rappers and put them in one room, bro. You feel me? So yeah. Speaking of tags, like DJ tags, like I know Tay Keith got that. Tay Keith fucked these niggas up. Yeah, producer tag. Yeah, how do you think DJ Drama feel about him taking that? He probably don't care, bro. He probably don't, man. <laughs> I, you tags, know, some niggas, some niggas, you know, you know how this should be. Producer tags are so normal in music now, bro. Like having a producer yeah. tag is basically like your brand, bro. Like Jetson, oh lord, Jetson made that another shit, one. Yeah, that shit used to not be like that. Like mm-hmm. you used to not hear you me? producer tags on, on shit. Um, now it's like want to say drama. Yeah, niggas was doing it. Niggas doing just ad And know what? And, and know what? I could tell. Like I know Fresh, he's do his thing on the beat, but you could tell a Fresh beat just from the drums. Yeah, him and yeah. for real. So you yeah, could, yeah, yeah like 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 you could just tell a nigga beat when you hear. It. Like them niggas, like them, you could tell who beat it. In. Right, it's a Fresh beat. Like Zay Tobin, yeah, like Zay Tobin. So you got to tell when Zay Tobin beat. Like you know, you know, Teddy, Teddy, but you don't even need that. You you know what I'm saying? You could tell what's one of them niggas beats. But you know, like what the 808 that siren, that yeah. was one of the things. Yeah, 80, yeah, yeah. What happened to Lil Lodi? When he from Atlanta? I don't know what he happened to Lil Lodi. Jeezy, he used to run. Yeah, like, I remember he, he used to be a part him of him and Jeezy uh, had a they had a fire summer. Shorty Red, remember Shorty Red? Shorty Red, Shorty Red. All them niggas, Atlanta. Hey, Atlanta has some. They got some fire. Shorty Red, they had that they, they, they heat with fucking uh with fucking uh, my dog. Rest in peace. Uh, what, what my boy name is man? Shorty Lou. Shorty Low, yeah. Yeah, Shorty Low's my dog, man. He be Shorty Red, all them niggas, man. Look, when him and T.I. was was beefing uh, about who was really from Bone Homes and shit, that's when I was in college. Like, Shorty Low was, (laughs) that shit was crazy. Atlanta has had some epic beefs. He say he from the west side? Goddamn, must be two sides. Must be like, two sides. Boy, that shit was hilarious. Shorty Lowe, little my dog, son. And Shorty Lowe said he was just, it was just his, that nigga just knew he was cool as fuck. Like, nigga wasn't even a rapper. He was just cool as hell. He was, he was a dope man. <laughs> he was just a dope man. He was just a rapper, son. Dano was like, son, Dano that's, came that's out shit. That, that shit crazy. When that came out in Atlanta, bro, it changed, like, yeah. everything from Atlanta. For that's Atlanta. still my like, shit, it was, son. If that bro, bitch bro, right now, I'm going to start running in place. Running just, up, yeah. Just, just the beat was alone was just fucking cool. Yeah. Bro, he made a he made a HBCU anthem, bro. When that gotta, bitch, every band yeah. got to play that. When that bitch first come through, yeah. like, oh, shit, that, that shorty low. I don't even know the lyrics to that hoe, but that shit hard. Oh, shit. Y'all niggas, <laughs> go back and listen to that first shorty low album. Man, I listen to it all the time. That's, I go back and listen to a lot of stuff, done, man. Done it, you know all who, that shit. I listen to all the time. Who, you know who was a Southern rapper? I felt like like labels failed him. Uh, what's his name? Golly, I just forgot his name. Uh, nope. He had the song uh, "Throw Some D's on it." Oh, to a rich boy, rich boy, uh, rich boy. Rich he from boy, Mississippi boy. or some shit. Hey, Mississippi. Nah, he from Mobile, Alabama. Mo- Alabama, one of them country Alabama, shit. Alabama, bro. Man, that, that fucking song was so cold. That cold. Rich boy, wash currency. Yeah, he did. He did. Rich all <laughs> nights like this. Uh huh. He did. Wash spitter, nigga. He was cold though. Boy, it was supposed to be it, bro. He was supposed to be like like uh, uh, another southern rapper, but he wasn't like yeah. you know. He, out he, of Atlanta, he was supposed to be the cold, he was supposed bro. to be the David Banner, the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. I did, like, took all the country ass shit. Basically, like every time Alabama get a rapper, bro, they end up like either dead or they fall off. Like Dobie was supposed to be it. Dobie. 
Dobie was he was he was he was coming out of Montgomery. So yeah. Ain't old boy from Alabama, so, fucking um Sway Lee and them or the Mississippi. Mississippi. Okay. Mississippi. They from Mississippi. Yeah. But nah, hey, Rick Ross is loaded right now. Mississippi. Alabama really loaded. They loaded right now. Ain't old boy from Alabama that young blue nigga? Yeah, young blue nice. I think he was boo- I don't know if he with Boosie. I think he is. <laughs> Shit, yeah. old buddy, you was talking about Rallo. He from Mobile too. Yeah, Rallo, Rallo, nice. That nigga just don't be dropping shit. Like he don't drop. He, he don't drop. He just be on features. That nigga do nothing but features, son. That's it. That nigga be doing all that shit. Be on SoundCloud. Like nigga, I ain't trying to go look for that shit. <laughs> he'll put it. He'll put. He'll give me quick to put a song up on YouTube, but won't put it on stream. And I'm like, bro, like son, none of his shit on Apple Music. Or you hustling like, backwards, son? I understand. Man. I don't know what he got going on. I love, I love that nigga wordplay, son. That nigga like the yeah, cold. caption guy. Bruh. I posted one of his IG captions on my Twitter and it blew up. Because I was like, bro, he, he be wilding. That like, nigga funny as the mother. No, who I'm fucking right now? That other nigga. What's that nigga named? Polo, Polo G or some shit? Oh, yeah, yeah from Chicago. Yeah, that nigga Polo nice. Chicago home, bro. Yeah, they on one right now, too. Yeah, they, they got some. Dirk and Herbo to, like, really catch weight. Like, I've been fucking with them, too. But, like, not everybody really fucking with Herbo. But then one, too, is Polo or somebody else, too, that's, that's hot right now in Chicago? What other nigga is? Uh, um, uh, Polo. Uh, King, King, what name? King something. King Von. Yeah, that nigga King nice, too. Signed, yeah, he signed yeah, a little dirt. King Von. Yeah, I fuck with King Von. And they're from the same hood, though, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. out there. <laughs> them niggas some penises, but I ain't fucking with them niggas. Bro. Yeah, I'm out here right now. I ain't trying to go around there. You gotta leave that long. So. <laughs> yeah, we knew. Hey, you wrap your ass up. Go about the 65th. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> them boys. Them boys rapping, man. There's a lot of any out here that's really, really rapping, son. Like, I was on Rod Wave early, son, but I don't really fuck with this new shit. I don't know why it's the same. It's the same music, though. I just listen to the same. Man, this nigga shit hard, son. I ain't really growing it though. He's been rapping, rapping more like his, like on his that nigga was really rapping. Like he wasn't on that sad shit. He that nigga, really I, I, I think cause man, that nigga songs be like fucking minute and a half. Yeah, that nigga shit do be sharp. But yeah, I don't man. know, son. It's really like sort of be fucking over that man too. Because niggas hate fat people, son. Everybody hate fat people, son. <laughs> they really be joking that man fat ass always crying. <laughs> I be crying too. I got like goddamn, son. And then he can't be going through nothing because he fat. Like he be because he can't be. Nigga said, nigga said, nigga said, nigga said, man, what? What was her boy? This nigga hard, man. This nigga, this fat nigga, ain't getting no holes. <laughs> <laughs> man, who camera on? <laughs> Yeah, they be, they be fucking over stuff. They be fucking over my dude, man. They, they leave even alone, man. He, like I said, he nice. I just ain't been on his new shit like talking about. Y'all like y'all like any other Detroit rap right now? I like um. I'm a T Grizzly fan for sure. I'm a T Grizzly fan off top. I just like, came from Detroit last week. I fuck with Grizzly I, tough. Uh, who I was listening to, man. Saw the new shit hard. I saw the baby like, hard. Really mm-hmm. Then he signed to that Houston nigga. Yeah, Sauce Walker. But Saw the baby got his own deal. Like they, they cool, but like your camera, his own your camera on big brother. Your camera on big brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who would, but I don't know. I think, I think he did though. I don't know. That's wild. Cause he kind of bigger than Sauce Walker to me. Yeah, they just feel like they basically like it's almost like. 
if Thug gave somebody a wide field chain or something like that, you feel me? Like, yeah, so he gave, he basically gave Sada maybe a whatever. Basically, he affiliate. Basically, I, like, I, I, I respect it. But like, yeah, what does you that know, shit mean? Like, like you come to the club with us, nigga. Like, what does that mean? Basically, you gang. You basically if, gang. If 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 you know, if if, if, if if you in Texas, you good. Pretty much. If you in Houston, you good. You feel me? But yeah, I like Soda Baby. I like uh, Icewear Vizo, uh, All Star Jr. He like my favorite out of. Yeah, out of, uh, I heard. I'm trying. Yeah. I think about the Detroit, the motherfuckers, uh, their exes be throwing me off. Man, that shit go hard, though. And them niggas funny as a motherfucker. Like, like bro, that fat nigga, that fat nigga funny yeah. as shit. Nah, 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 that nigga funny as shit. Yeah, sir. So I found nigga, I found nigga Instagram the other day. Bob was fucking crying laughing for that nigga shit, boy. That nigga, bro. But he can rap, man. But just to him, he, he actually be rapping though. Yeah, they be rapping. Used to be like, funny I shit. Guess one he thing. Stay in Houston or some shit. Yeah, he in Houston. That Pac Man nigga, that fat. So that nigga funny as a motherfucker, but he really rapping. Yeah, he really be rapping. Yeah, man, them Detroit rappers like it's it's a it's a different. It's different, bro. Like it's like they hold, they they all coming up together, but it's like it'd be a lot of beef, low key. Like a lot of them don't like each other, so they don't really, you know, they might not say it in public, but they don't really be rocking with each other. But it's it's like they all on the come up, bro. Like that whole little scene, Sada Baby, Ice Square Vizo, Forty Two Doug, uh, All Star Jr, Babyface Ray. Yeah, Babyface Ray, he hard. He doing a mixtape with Doughboy. They signed the future. He doing a mixtape with Doughboy soon, so. But yeah, that Detroit scene, bro, I think that's gonna be like the next thing, bro. Everybody be talking about Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. Like Atlanta always gonna have something clearly, but it's like Detroit gonna show up clearly. Louisiana showing up, Memphis showing up, Florida gonna show up. I'm pretty sure Kodak gonna get out in like another year or two, hopefully. I sure hope throw. so. Nigga pissing me off. I be trying to finish this nigga, man, this nigga man, Kodak. Exactly. Kodak be my nigga, that's why I fuck with Jack Boy so much, cause he sound like Kodak a little bit. But Jack Boy really be rapping though. He just do he just be slurring his words cause Florida niggas is slow. Well that like nigga be rapping. Like the right features and shit. But he's the the only reason Kodak kind of blew up because he signed that, that for that major that major label. I think because Jack Boy still he's still eating yeah. independently, but he's still holding the camp down while Kodak in jail. Yeah, Kodak is signed to Atlantic. Young yeah. boy, the old boy Kodak and Roddy Rich they all signed to Atlantic. They all signed to Atlantic Records. I don't know what they deals like. I can't. I only know about Young Boy deal. He almost out of his, but all of them signed to Atlantic. Uh, who else is signed to Atlantic? Ty Dolla Sign is signed to Atlantic. Cardi B. Cardi B signed Melly, that, man. They say Melly uh, might be getting out, huh? Free Melly. Yeah, Melly, he might. It's, 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 man. That nigga Melly. That nigga was cold, so that nigga really taking off, man. If Florida niggas, man, Florida niggas, man, they, they crazy, man. They don't have to stay out of trouble. <laughs> they, they don't. Crazy. <laughs> that niggas is nuts, man. Like, bruh, <laughs> y'all seen it? Y'all remember when Offset kept getting in trouble? Bruh, Offset had about 31st day out before he could stop getting in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was in jail when he, when he first took off. He was in jail, huh? Bro, Offset was yeah. really going to shows, Migo shows, and like punching people in the crowd, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Superman punched wow. old dude in the crowd, just out of nowhere, just. Bro, just shit crazy. You know what I mean? I respect A it. lot of them dudes, bro, it's hard to adjust to fame. It's hard to adjust to money because, like, you're a target now. Everybody want to see if you really bought it. So it's like, you can't show you soft. So. Man, fuck, they call me. Like, you call me what you want to call me, dog. Really retarded. Man, call me what you want to call me. I'm making money, my nigga. 
Like, man, yeah, like you said, some of them, like, they don't really show you, they, they, they retarded. Like, we can get with it. I mean, Chris Brown said that once. Like, he's like, man, y'all stop playing with me. Like, y'all don't know I'm retarded. Like, <laughs> like I really do like, something he, in here. Like, no, nah, he was on, he was on some, I think it was Punked. I think he was on that show Punked. He might be, be actually cut your ass. <laughs> they punked that boy. He said, oh, all right, it's, it's, it's going to get real crazy out here. I say, hey, this nigga wild, son. I ain't fucking with Chris Brown. And it be like that, man. I ain't really trying to, you know what I'm saying? Them niggas, man, like the Migos and them. Ah, Migos did, did, did kind of fall off, though. Them niggas ass. But I would never really let Migos oh, fans. Shit, if I was Quavo, I'd be a stay-at-home daddy, me. Yeah, the bitch like, like, oh, like that. She, you, 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 your fucking wife making all the bread right now? Shit, I'd be chilling me. At the crib? What bread? She, I, you think she making bread? Man, she making that bread right now. Yeah, I think she owns it. But every song she been dropping for number one, Cardi. I was all say I'd be I'd be a stay home dad for real. Oh, well, I thought this was talk about Quavo at first. Oh no, no, no. She died. I'd be I'd be a stay home dad to that too. That motherfucker so fun, goddamn. Huh? That's what I thought he was talking about. If you a home name producer right now, and you produce, if you help produce a song for Cardi B right now, yeah, bro, you you, you make money say, good. You own fifteen percent of the publishing at least. And old, still go. And old dude right on her shit. He baking bread too. The nigga ain't party or anything. Name is. Boy, you gonna get like a quarter million? Yeah, he right on her shit. That nigga man, nigga chilling. But dude can rap too though. His song, his songs be alright too though. If I could write for people, man, if I could write, I'd be chilling. I don't, I don't even know if I would open myself up and have my own music judge. Like I just write for niggas. For and real. take that background bread. Like it don't seem like it comes with a lot of like you gotta Shit, deal with a lot of bullshit. shit other than your job. Man nigga beating the fuck out of Portland, dog. This shit real crazy though. But see, how was it like working with like you say you done been around Nipsey, you work with uh Nipsey, huh? Yeah, I was around Nipsey, like he was working on the album with Meek, bro, and it was just like he just played me a whole lot of new unreleased music. Thing is, bro, like Nipsey, like he was so busy, he'd barely be at the studio. So when he really working on music, that means he really doing something because, you know, that nigga was moving around like he was the mayor. He out here opening up shops and kissing babies and, and helping with yeah. school funding and all that. So it was like, he was, he was one of the realest rappers I ever met, bro. Like, very genuine dude. That shit was crazy. Like, I ain't never really listened to, like, really listen to Nipsey like that. But, like, that shit still seemed unreal. Like, this Bruh. shit had everybody fucked up like god damn like nigga like, still fucked up behind that I'm still I was feeling, I'm still fucked up behind it like alright bro Ooh. I was uh, the day that's the same night he got killed I went to like the little like they was having the little like obituary thing and all that out there and like bro it was hectic like bro I had to like leave like usually when I was not in LA like me just knowing who I knew and who I could be around, bro. Like, it ain't nothing for me to be out in, like, Slauson and all that. Like, I could be out there. But after Nip died, bro, it was like, can nobody go out there like that, bro? It was on some 60 days, 60 nights. You know, you already know what that yeah. means. Yeah. Yeah. And whatnot. Like, like, you get caught up in something, you know, you get ugly, bro. You know, it's an unfortunate situation, stuff like that happen, bro. Like, you don't expect people like Nipsey to die. You don't expect people like Kobe to die, but it's just like, it can happen, bro. You feel me? Like, life's so short, bro. That's why I be telling people, like, bro, if you're going to live your life, live it to the fullest and do what you want to do, 
But, you know, uh, partly, you feel me? But, like, don't take nothing for granted because, bro, you be here today and be gone tomorrow, bro. Like, the right. Nipsey thing threw me off, bro, but the Kobe thing, like, just... Yeah, that shit, that shit drew everybody for a loop, man. man. I couldn't believe it. Still I still don't believe it's real. Just this could all the detail, like with the kids and with everybody, even with the family, all the family, that shit still don't feel real. Like, bro, it's, it sound like a lifetime movie, bro, where somebody like you, like, know, you just feel like the nigga come back one day, like, yeah, you know, pop out one day, like, like, it, that's it, it, the type of shit, Kobe, like, yeah, yeah, that shit, that shit like, fucked up everybody, bro, like, I that was crazy to me, that shit was because nigga, yeah, nigga, 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 like, so it's like, man, you know, you just got, you got to live your life to the fullest and do what you can, because, bro, like, you can really be going tomorrow. Yeah. Right. I, feel like, I feel like with that shit, man, you got to, you, you you really got to move different when you, when you, when you notice that you getting, you getting a little, like, you know what I'm saying, getting a little bags yeah. and shit, you got to, you got to move different, especially in the cities you don't really know. Like with that pop smoke shit, that shit, that shit was crazy, yeah. man. It shit, that just shit, that shit didn't feel real either. Cause like that nigga was just doing his, like just, just getting his foot in the game. Bro, he younger than me. He was only like nineteen, twenty. This shit was nuts, man. Oh. Bro, but who your who your top five? Bro? Who your top five rappers right now? Yeah. Like my top five favorite rappers that I'm listening to, like right now, I'll say Lil Baby, of course, he up there. Future, of course. Uh. Kendrick, whenever he drop an album, because I am a big Kendrick fan. I'm a fan of lyricists as much as I am the street stuff. So, you know, people like Kendrick. I say Future, Baby, Kendrick. Uh, top five, hard to do, bro. There's so much out there to listen to. It'd be so many niggas, man. I'm going to do a lot. I can't do like no top five. Really. I'm going to do like veterans. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like the vets that we think of like vets now. I say Future Kendrick, uh, Ross, of course, Cole. Uh, who else? I say Thug because Thug kind of a veteran now. So Future Kendrick, Thug, Ross, Thug, yeah. And then I say for like the new ex, I got Young Boy. He like one of my favorites right now because my little cousin. That's all he play like Young Boy. Young boy to my little cousin is like what Wayne was to me. So that's like, DJ too. He be he be standing for the TV really for hours. So I got Young Boy. I like I like Roddy a lot. I like Don Tolliver a whole lot. Yeah, Don Tolliver my dog. I like uh, No Cap a lot. I like No Cap a whole lot. Bro, that nigga wordplay stupid, son. Cool, you gotta get on that nigga, son. I gotta listen. I'll listen to it tomorrow. I'll listen to it for sure. Like that nigga, son. It's this one artist. I don't know if y'all really gonna be into his music, but like, bro, like he a cold writer and he a cold producer. He did a song for Twenty One Savage. Uh, a day is a good day. He produced that. The one song that Project Pat on on the last album. Yeah. An artist named Bean. He Jamaican. But, like, he rap, but he also do, like, the singing thing, and he do, like, Jamaican stuff. But, like, he's so cold, bro. Like, he gonna be, like, one of the next superstars soon when everybody catch up. But he, Man, like, you don't fuck with uh, St. John? That nigga cold, too. Yeah, I know St. Yeah, St. John did a uh, feature for one of my homies' tapes that I'm working on right now. <laughs> he gave- yeah, that nigga nice, man. He, he, he next up, too. He next up, man, for sure. 
Magic John is cold. Like he one of the coldest writers, bro. People man, like, yeah, he writing that first man. Nigga so cold, man. His that song he fucking two from two three years ago, man. That shit charting now, like and he like niggas just catching on. Like I've been on that song years ago, but that shit was like top ten like for a couple weeks, like and that song fucking so old. And then Future have on the remix. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? That nigga, that nigga nice, but he can rap and he can sing, man. Nigga, so and, like I just interview, like you said, he was writing for niggas at first. That's how niggas really begin on writing for niggas. Yeah, man. But yeah, Bean. If you can look up Bean, he put out a, a project called Ninety. Let me see. What? What? What streaming is on? Is on streaming? Yeah. He put out a project called Ninety Five. It dropped last year because my boy Cardo had help with it. But if you like Don Tolliver, you'll probably like Bean. It's only like. 10 tracks it's 26 minutes it's his first project but it's like cold bro like he got Chase the Money the producer on there he got Cardo on there he did a, some of the production it's, it's real different but like the intro is crazy bro like it's on some it's almost like somebody lent, like mixed dance hall and like Jamaican raps and just Jamaican tunes with like trap music so he different bro like check him oh. out send it to DJ I can't find him send it to DJ he sent it to me and I'll check it out Cause I fuck with Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver, my dog. I got you. I'm gonna put you on no cap though. So I be I be on the TL going hard for that nigga, son. Cause a lot of people don't know about him yet, son. And where he from again? I'm telling you, son. This nigga the truth. I gotta go fuck that with him. That no cap, like that last mixtape he put out. That's what really made me go okay. Like I really like his music. Like yeah, I think this this last shit was like all right. This nigga about to be a star. I just hope like. I hope NBA do this nigga like do him right. They don't be promoting that nigga, son. So he signing young boys some shit. That yeah, like he like he rep that shit. Like he rep NBA. The no cap dude. Yeah, let me have to check him out. But yeah, that, yeah, that boy. He the next one up to me, like for real, like. Like bro, he had a line on his album, like it just sat with me. Like I think it went over people's head, but he was like. I just talked to John Wall. He said his mama died. I guess balling don't mean too much. He asked. He said he was asking about my court date. I told him balling don't mean nothing. Like, the A said that nigga said he have all the sports references. Like, this nigga be rapping about the famous Winston and shit. Yeah, like, bro, he was basically saying, like, you know, John Wall mom died. Like, balling don't mean that much. Like, I like, you feel me? Basketball don't mean that much. I lost my mama. And then he say John Wall asked him, you know, how the court going and all that. He was like, man, balling don't mean that much. Like, being a rapper, like, it don't mean that much. Yeah. Like, you got to really listen to this nigga, son. Like, him, Ryan on the same shit, too, though. Yeah. This is IG, Black and Child, Back back and Child. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I found that nigga. I'm going to fuck with that nigga. But yeah, man, we appreciate you coming on, uh, 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 Baby Shot. Hey, yeah. man, I appreciate it, man. You feel me? It was a good combo. I liked it. You feel me? I, I, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a minute anyway. I've just been holding off because I've been busy. But DJ had hit me up out of nowhere, and I was like, I don't see why not. I be turning down a lot of stuff, bro, because it just be like, I don't know. I just be feeling like a lot of it be capping. It be like, I don't want to be that guy, but it be, it be like white publications that don't really be caring. They just want to pick my brain off stuff, but... I was like, I'll do this. Like, it's cool. I rather, I rather. I'm the type of person, bro. I rather do something small with somebody that's up and coming than just go run to something big. Like, that's lame to me. Like, you feel me? I didn't came from the bottom, so I know how it be. You feel me? Like, I rather do this than do something else. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. DJ, 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 our ear and so he kind of hooked it up. So 
Right. <laughs> and on D, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah, that's, the, that's, the, that's my dog, man. We really appreciate it, man. Like I said, man, we, we just trying to get our name out there, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and talk to new people and have interesting conversations. and You know what I'm saying? Just, 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 just like I said, we, 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 it don't really be any views. It just be niggas having conversations. Yeah, and really, all it is, you know, it feel like a pie, so like they just be talking on this. Yeah. That's really it. Real shit. Yeah, man, I yeah. gotta go. Uh, yeah, some niggas still got nine to five, so I gotta get up in the. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? Hey, right. yeah, man, we really appreciate you, up. man. Yeah, we gonna, I'm gonna post it, man. Nigga, go, uh, nigga, go tag you and all that, all that good shit. Yeah, man. Send me, uh, DJ, if you can't send me their Twitters, like, I can follow them and all. I got you. I got I, you. I ain't stingy with the follow back, you feel me? We have, I think I followed your Instagram earlier, too, because you put your Instagram in the, in the uh, group from the, the podcast page. So. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, 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 my brother. Rod, you good? Yeah, DJ, you sure. good? Yeah, I'm good, cool. man. I, I I enjoyed the, the conversation. Like I said, I've been writing. I got about six songs wrote right now. <laughs> We've been recording, so I'm gonna send them over to you, brother, and shit. You know, big, make it big, happen. Big reference tracks. Nah, he's straight off the dome. So if I hear another nigga with my shit, I'm coming looking for you, baby. Shot. We <laughs> doing no swaps. This <laughs> <laughs> stupid, man. Oh fuck, man. Y'all niggas be cool, man. Girl, we out here. Wow.